One Elephant Day coverage continues here on the ticket in lieu of tickers on the 3 to 7 program. We are going to instead have many playlists slash announcements slash whatever the hell we feel like doing. And first up is going to be Norm Hitzkiss, but we need to let you know that it is sponsored by Deep Ellen Brewing Company's Dallas Blonde and Mullen and Mullen Personal Attorneys at Law. Norm Hitzkiss, go. The 21st Whataburger Normathon will be December 27th. That's the Monday after Christmas. It's going to be a Crest Cars, and the centerpiece of every Normathon is the car raffle. We are raffling off three gorgeous Crest Cars this year. A Cadillac CT4, an Infiniti Q50, and a Volvo XC40. The tickets are $100 each. We will cap the number of tickets sold at 3750 and everything benefits the Austin Street Center for the Homeless, as the Normathon has done now for this being the 21st year. Easy to get your tickets. Go to austinstreet.org. Austinstreet.org. You go to the Normathon header, use your credit card. They make great stopping, uh, Christmas stocking stuffers and one last thing. The tickets went on sale last Thursday, and we're already halfway to 3,750 tickets sold. Get your tickets quickly. Happy White Elephant Day from your fellow P1s at Mullen & Mullen Personal Injury Law Firm. Call 214-INJURED or online at mullenandmullen.com. And now, the open of the show. at this crew that we have today i do not know if this mix will fly but we have all got our hard hats on and our lunch pails so we're gonna try got jub and his marconi you know that norm's in the hall of fame three guys named dan two of them have hair and look there's big strong jair white elephant in afternoon drive time give me give me Killing on White Elephant, White Elephant, sounding like total failures, TF, TF, chilling on White Elephant, and that's the open, welcome. Yeah. <laughs> to Afternoon yes, Drive. This is that. Oh, I need more of that. This is afternoon drive, huh? This is it. How does it feel? Do you feel richer? Yeah, it feels different. It feels like uh, it's more important. Have you seen how? Like I'll get yelled at if I do something that I do from noon to three. Mm -hmm. But have you seen how differently Bob acts now that he's in that pay scale of? He has a monocle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he now wears weird. a monocle and a, uh, and a top hat and a cane. That's very odd. When did he, he start doing that? When he started, it's not actually a monocle. Monocle. It's one of those those little uh, magnifying glasses that you you value jewelry at. Yeah, you diamond cut with. Yeah, those. he's always looking at jewels and fine gems that he's acquired with his new salary. Bob's a one one tier. That's right. So what's up? 
Yeah. I don't know. Well, we're we're out of gas. Is E-Break we Man last longer, really? Longer we made it to Is E-Break Man just going to hang out all day? <laughs> yeah. Like, he's here. No one so, knows he's here. Yeah, uh, playing that music, you would have thought that'd probably be Danny or Danny. Jeff. Because or Gordon. Those, those guys yeah. are uh, very capable of doing that, but... Uh, Actually, kind of threw that out to them, and they were like, eh, "I don't want to." That's what you said. Dude. I know. <laughs> I asked Danny, "Why don't, why don't you bring your guitar in?" He's, eh. yes. So we have employed <laughs> the legendary P one, known as E Brake Man. What's up, fellas? Yeah, boy. Yeah. You bring us out of break or into break or out of yeah return music. You, return music. Yes. Does he have a real name or is that private because he's running from the law? E. 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 Right. His name is Break. Correct. No, his last name is Breakman. He's uh, <laughs> oh, he's Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Right. He's, wearing, he's actually what? wearing an outfit. He's wearing like a superhero costume like a leotard with yeah. a cape and this everything gonna, and it says e-break man on the front it's gonna be a great show i feel like i mean the fact that we start with a bit just that shows you the attitude we're taking here for the next four hours there's nothing but laughs hilarity so although i do believe we're bit laden and other stuff and should we introduce everybody here yes we do have three good. guys named dan because dj's real name is daniel did you know that i didn't know that is it really? Surprise. Daniel Jackson, Jermaine, Jermaine, Jeremy. Daniel Jermaine Jehovah's Ringenberg. James. James. Daniel, Daniel James. James. DJ That's works. It. DJ works. That's a biblical name That's there, tight. bro. You're, you're Daniel James from now on in our show, buddy. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> I guess. That's fine. Yeah, get his full name out there for easy. <laughs> Hello, easy what? <laughs> well, you know, people can look you up easier. I don't know if he wants that, Norm. There's really not much to look up. I hate to break it to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were one of our things today on the run sheet is what's his bit? What's he got? I don't know. I guess very, we're gonna find out. It's very what's unknown. His bit. But you know he's got something. There's a four ten to four thirty block that just has my name on it, so we're gonna What are we doing? Make something happen. We, See, got, a, we got a game. We got one okay. game today. So we're so I think we're bit laden. Yes. The fact that however we all have to run the board at some point. Yeah, I think that's pretty bit laden. <laughs> I haven't run a However, board in forever. I've never run the board. <laughs> Danny was saying that despite the fact that we're bit laden, this was at, at the end of the meeting and he was walking out, was like, I have no idea what we're doing. You said, And you said this is a dream of yours. You it wanted is. to not know what the show's going to be I've always about. wanted to be part of a team where on White Elephant Day, no planning, no discussion, you just trusted everybody to come to the table with content yeah. and wing it 100%. And I told Dan that, and he goes, I mean, aren't we kind of already doing that today? <laughs> and he's he's pretty much right. Was yeah. that your imitation of Dan? Yes. Me? Okay. That wasn't that bad. No, I think we've got a plan. <laughs> I think the best thing for White Elephant, you have an outline, uh-huh. and you do what we've done. You've assigned people, okay, you're bringing something for a couple of segments and i for the most part trust everybody in this room why did you gesture toward me so dramatically <laughs> no, no, no. when he gestured, he gestured to his right <laughs> with you and norm and myself yeah as danny as everybody yeah. i trust dan it's dj no, i trust everybody dj's doing two 16 minute tickers for his two bits i'm ready to go wow. cowboys injury well, you really slotted him as not having anything <laughs> yeah 
We're giving him a chance. Yeah. Are we still having Dan Halem on at 515? Is that happening or no? I thought it was Van Halen. I wrote questions and I never got confirmation. All right. So back. I will uh, describe what you're talking about. So you're saying we got an, you got an email, right? I, I got a I got an email from from the group here. Well, no, the wh- show. Who's it come from? Oh, I'm sorry. From from Norm H. You didn't get any email. Oh, yeah. An email. No, you yeah. didn't get an email from me. <laughs> you, I got an email from no, you. I you did. didn't. <laughs> so, uh, what day did you have a remote? You were out on Tuesday, maybe. Oh, no. Uh, not Friday again. and Friday. Uh, Wednesday of last week. Well, whenever... Okay. This so, was five days ago. Today's Thursday. Okay, so you the got the... The rest of the world, everyone thinks this is Tuesday, but today is Wednesday. You must have got the email on Thursday. <laughs> uh, Friday, I think. Okay, well... Or no, maybe Norm responded on Friday. Something. So here's like that. the deal. <laughs> what are we looking at here? Dude? On Tuesday, ah, don't worry about it. I when got you up here, when you left the studio, Norm. Yes. You left your email open. Uh, <laughs> he does it all the time. So I was very busy. We had something going on Tuesday. Bullets were flying. We got a lot of stuff yeah, going on. Yeah, so I didn't have time. <laughs> I just, I just pushed it aside. I didn't close it out. I just didn't do anything. Is that why my credit card got declined on Friday? Hold on. Okay. So then on uh, Wednesday, you guys had a remote, but I looked at the screen and it was still up. Nobody had touched that. That Nobody uses these computers except you. Like True. These, everybody brings their own computer. Because you forget that you're logged in and then hijinks can happen, so never use the shared computers. So we have 17 giant Acer screens in this. <laughs> in this, uh, this is what Cumulus does. They put these computers in here. We don't need them. Yes, Norm do. does. Norm does. Yes, we do. Norm needs them. Norm is... Does not have a laptop. I've got a laptop, well, but you don't bring it. No, I've got a, I've got a nice rose gold MacBook. <laughs> well, so does my sixteen-year-old daughter. So. <laughs> uh, and it's got pretty flowers on it. <laughs> Put some stickers on there. That's right. <laughs> got this pictures of Frito. <laughs> Do you know what incognito is? What incognito? Doesn't yeah, work. sure. You know what that. Searching, oh, yeah, I know search what that feature means. Oh, the phrase. No, but I mean, there's a search feature to. No. So Mayor Bear doesn't know where you're going at. No. Yeah, okay. By, Mayor, <laughs> by the way, it doesn't matter if Mayor Bear knows where I'm going. Oh, okay. Well, then you and I visit different sites. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mayor I, Bear made the Jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Mike Soroy and I penned an email. We said, well, let's send an email to the White Elephant Group from Norm. Right. And we suggested. I well, I want to wonder what you thought when you saw it. Because what does the email say? Uh, let me find it. It's from Norm H. Lads, I'm very much looking forward to White Elephant. So, lads, for very, yeah, very right away, you got think me, it's me fooled it's already. I have an idea to bounce off of you all. With the MLB lockout shutting down the Hot Stove League, I have an in with Dan Halem, the Deputy Commissioner and Chief Legal <laughs> Officer of Major League Baseball, <laughs> a.k.a. Rob Manfred's right-hand man. He's available at 510 and 530, which would be great, as that is our primetime audience. I've already requested 510, but, but, but could probably change it if you prefer a later time slot. Looking forward to seeing you all. <laughs> Cheers, Norm. So we were just thinking, what would you guys not want to do? Is talk Major League Baseball lockout <laughs> at no five ten with some attorney <laughs> <laughs> who, by the way, so, yeah. cannot say anything because he's forbidden by 
the major leagues and all the people they were. That's wasting really much information. Right there. there you go. So that's Dan's why. Yes, that's why we didn't, right didn't get him. Nobody replied except one person. <laughs> you. Yeah. And you didn't want to say this is a terrible idea. What are we doing? It's I was very and I passive, fun. passive aggressive in my reply. <laughs> if you want to read that, DJ Danny said, "Quotes." I misread this and thought you were booking Van Halen, which I would love. <laughs> and that's it. Booking Van Halen. But I feel like the funniest response was the response to Danny's. Yes, response. this is what made it so convincing. Insane. <laughs> Norm H responds so all Norm to res- Danny. Norm respond replied all. To an email that came he, from his account, but he doesn't know that it came from his he account. He assumes it came from Danny, yeah. Norm H. replies, that's wonderful, Danny. Be well, Norm. And that's all. I was. <laughs> so yep. you weren't looking saw, at it thinking, oh, what is he? What is this? It, you just saw Danny's email and thought, okay, I'll just support my teammate. And So until I ran into you in the hallway and you spilled the beans that you were the one that constructed the, the original email, I still thought that that was Norm. <laughs> I had no idea. To me, like basically saying... That's wonderful, Danny. Like I'm not taking I'm not taking his suggestion to have on a baseball guest at five ten on White Elephant Day seriously. Like it almost felt like Norm was replying like basically F you just patting right, yeah, you on the head. Like, yeah, like okay, you don't know great. what you're talking about. Exactly, exactly. So Sounds like, great. So I just left it alone. <laughs> so, so we're not getting Dan Halen or what Van Halen. You're so, the one. So, Jub, we had bits before the show even started. Man, that's so great. That's what you're saying. We didn't just start the show with a bit. And we that's started why, the show with a bit last week. And that's why in one of my segments today, we're going to focus on Dan. Me? Yeah. Not Dan Halem? No. <laughs> Dan Halen. I, I think... Why? Because I think... And well, even, should we really uh, take Jer off the board? He's <laughs> effing on fire right now. He's, he's crushing. Yeah. No, we don't want to take him he, off the board. He knows he's going to be leaving the board. Wait till Danny and I get on the board. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're bringing Jer in studio today. But no, Danny wrote a song called I'm in Love with Dan McDowell. I think all of us up here love Dan more than people know. That's true. And I have a, just a couple of reasons why later in the show. Oh, and I have oh. some questions for you, too. So you're teasing something. Yeah. When is that, that going to okay? happen? Uh, we're going to do that at 5.50. That's focus on Dan. 5.55 or somewhere in there. Here are the rules. Hmm. As a democratically elected uh, captain of this uh, whole show. Uh, captain of the TFers. That's kind of our nickname. Yeah. The total failures. Total failures. Mm-hmm. Um, except for Norm's not much of a TFer just because you have... You're in the Hall he of Fame. He doesn't fail. Yeah, all of us, we I, fail all the time. You're in the Radio mm-hmm. Hall of Fame. I've had 123 emergency break wins. That kind of makes him a TF-er. If anybody knows failure on this station, it's me. So you've TF'd 123 times? At least, Danny. That, be- I, that, that beats my record. You're confirming you're a TF-er, then. Of well, all of the ticket employees, who would you most like to watch TF, though? And it would probably be Norm, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's the no all-time. Yeah. Dan? Keep your shirt on over there. Oh, okay. I knew you were going to be hot. Christmas sweater, but it's very hot. What do you guys think of that tree? So I found that tree in my neighbor's. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, another bit. He's got a million bits. I love, though, how the people at the ticket have decorated it so poorly. (laughs) (laughs) That's the saddest looking tree that you've ever seen. There's a lot of crumpled up paper on there. (laughs) But it's funny, if you walk around the, the cumulus hallway, 
which we're going to do later if you want to uh-huh. tease ahead stuff. Yeah. you love your teasing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Jub and his firmatics. Mm-hmm. Jub and his Marconi winning firmatics. Well, you know. Based. Um, <laughs> like, look at the other nice trees that are all around the cumulus oh. uh, fourth floor. <laughs> and then we got this <laughs> little are, special needs tree. Are those the same lights that were on there when you found it in the garbage? Mm-hmm. Uh, not those biggies. Does that tree vote against critical race theory, too? Or is that not how it works? Since it's a South Lake tree. Well, it's uh, you're hitting closer to home than you even know. The where which person's garbage I got that out of. Oh, really? Was uh, part of a. There's a lot, there's, there's lot going on. <laughs> I stuck a nerve. South Lake. But anyway, I apologize. I backtrack. Where were I? Oh, uh, where were I? Where, where <laughs> was I? The rules. Everybody will lead two roundtables. Okay. Mm-hmm. You kind of got that schedule in front of you. Got it. Except, Jer, I don't have you leading a roundtable, Jer. If you're upset with that, we can change this no, right now. you're fine. Okay. No. <laughs> Jer's not happy. Uh, uh-huh. We're all going to take shifts as board out. Yep. Uh-huh. Okay. Got it. And we will not do tickers. Wait, 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 uh-huh. wait, wait. I notice Dan's name missing from the board op. I am not shift. doing the board op because I have to be... He's got to be a captain. I'm at the helm. Uh, That's right. Uh-huh. I'm kind of directing traffic. Also, uh-huh. also how many other uh, team captains here on the ticket today provided full meal for you? I would how say about that? zero. Because I'm doing Only that. Only Dan. Again, that's why you need your own segment. That's right. We're doing a segment for our captain later because we care about him so much. If you so guys much. enjoy Eatsies, who doesn't, then... Uh, then you'll enjoy your food. If you don't, I'd pr- appreciate you don't saying that. Not say it live <laughs> on the air. <laughs> yeah, keep it to yourself, DJ. <laughs> couldn't exist. Uh, and uh, then the fourth rule, there are no rules. Yeah. How do you like that, bro? That's what I'm talking totally about. Totally wild uh-huh. ass. What? Oh. Oh, look out. <laughs> They're getting closer all the time. <laughs> Maybe well, we... Jerry's is emptying the, <laughs> empty empty the, the chamber right now. Ah. <laughs> So one of the uh, Jub ideas, so, we, again, we kind of came in saying, God. everybody be prepared for two, Yeah, and then uh, we don't really know what everybody's doing. So I have no idea what's going to happen throughout the day. Uh, but you had a good idea this morning that we're going to implement, or this afternoon. Yeah. That instead of, because t- we don't want to do tickers. No. Everybody knows Everyone the score, knows right? what's going on. There's no, yeah, Mavs there's lost. No, Mavs lost last night. You don't need an update on that. We know the Cowboys are playing football team. Yeah. So let's let's call people. <laughs> he just wants to randomly call people. Okay. So yeah, does it have to be famous be people, or that, could that it would be just cool be... if you landed someone famous? That would be really interesting. But it could just be your mom. I don't care. Ooh. Could it be Danny's biological mom? It could. I actually thought sure. about calling her. Okay. She's not famous enough, though. You take it any direction. She's you pretty want. famous. I've heard a lot about her. You have something that you got to get a, get cleared up at home. <laughs> call home. I don't care. You just got to make a phone call. So call home. Just say what's up. No, don't call home. Call somebody. Could I call Kelly? Yeah. Can we call, we your call house? each other's wives? Yeah. <laughs> See what's up. Yeah. Sure. If that's say, what you want to do. Ask her. Do you really believe? Is George a TF'er, or do, do you think the Marconi makes him? Uh, I think his, she thinks I'm a total failure. Yeah. yeah. For the most so part. So she'd say yeah. She'd be like she would yeah. say yes. He's a TF'er. Yeah. A lot of TF'ing around here. Yeah, I goof around all the time and yeah. fail all the time around the house. Trust me. That's great. A lot of TF'ing. That's fun. Yeah. Oh, and I do want to mention what this. <laughs> so uh, one more uh, mention, then we'll do 
stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's hear it for our administrative assistant. He's here to help in every way. So he'll he'll help get us food. He'll help with the tickers. He'll help uh, just whatever we want. Cray Tray. Yeah. Former overnight. Okay. Oh, no, don't play the crickets, jerk. I was ridiculed when I brought him up the other day. Now nah, we're glad to see him. Always. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he used to be my neighbor, but he moved. Yeah. Now, First here's time, the thing. I'm going to ask First time you've been ridiculed at the station, DJ? Uh, no. Okay. Far I'm going to ask everybody who's not Norm, let's, uh, let's Venmo Trey 20 bucks. 20 sure. bucks each. Okay. Now, okay. here's the deal. You got to make him do $20 worth of work. Okay? Because I don't want a lazy guy just, right. you know, collecting welfare. I'll do anything anymore. for $20, Dan. Why am I left out? I didn't think you could Venmo. He can't. He doesn't give care to do it. That's even better. Oh, really? How much you carry on you? You want cash? I've got at least twenty. All right. Sure. I'll do cash. All right. Should okay. we guess how much money Norm is carrying I right can, now? I can, I can give that to you. Whoa. One, two. It's a little bit of a roll there. Let's see. Wait a minute. There's uh He's got some folding money over there. There's wow. One twenty. He's yeah. got multiple wads of cash in his pocket. Like Jerry Jones. One, Somebody's be camped out next to his car. Three. Ready to club his knee? E break oh, man smashes it. I have. Would you feel it if somebody clubbed your knee? I have. Do you have any idea? <laughs> no. Lord. This one I wouldn't. That hey, one I like, wouldn't. Yeah, Keep going. <laughs> Hobbing along. Stop him going to his car. Oh, I've got I've got one forty five. <laughs> but now because we're giving Cray Tray, so that ruins the guessing bucks, game. It's down to one twenty five. Okay. Oh. Okay. At Trey Mitchell and Venmo. Yeah. Well, look at him putting it out publicly. Yeah, now I'm not going to give it yeah, to him. Yeah, we ought to dump that's that. Too greedy. That's, uh, well, that's okay. Yeah, that maybe is okay. Maybe he'll cash in on that. Okay, oh, so like I said, we have uh, E-Brake Man playing us uh, out of commercial breaks. We could even request him to play us into a commercial break mean? if we play want. Play us out. I, got I don't understand for what you that if means. You want it. I don't know. Yeah. I, I got something us. for you. You ready? Take us to break. I'm a creep. I left open my laptop. What the heck is Hitler porn? Is that total failure? Got a lot of bits going on, George. Oh, a lot of bits. Is that total failure? All right, it's 3.30. Last Christmas, I let out a fart. The very next day, it gave you COVID-19. But this year... By the way, you guys are allowed to tell... Fear, Got the vaccine in my bottom, bottom. If you want to tell E-Brake Man to, to uh, tone, pull it back a bit, you can. It's it's all up to you. Yeah, if you just want music, let me know. It's it's Turn on your mic. Well, music. My hot dog. Oh, oh there's, there's your mic. Okay. No, he's great. Okay. Don't cut that back. Thank all you, right. Job. I just bit. want, just, I know how, you know, everybody likes their uh, things. Danny, Danny doesn't like... Other musical talent. Mm-mm. That's so true. <laughs> Didn't you hate Tayzande when he was at? Some no, that was gosh. that was the best guest we've so ever great. had. So you don't you enjoy <laughs> hate laser? <laughs> I used to hate laser, but I love laser now. They they're a slow burn. Okay, they're like the best band of all time. <laughs> Were they around the uh, 2011 championship? Yeah, Is that their heyday. I think yeah. so. The guy with the TV yeah. for a head and the dude that had a bird on his shoulder. King John, I think. Once That's... I saw him in person, it made it made sense. Like you can hear a band's record and you're like, "That's yeah, fine," but then you see him live, it's like, "Wow, I get it." Yeah. That's laser. Mm-hmm. That's Hamel. 
Yes, yes. Shamel. They, they did the open for our show, the Friday morning show, 13 years ago, Jer? 12 years ago? 13 years ago? I oh, don't know, Norm. I knew you weren't going <laughs> to answer. <laughs> Not much help there. Wow. That's about right. About 2010, 2011, whatever right. it takes. Mm-hmm. I was worried about the Jer buy-in today. Just uh, he gives that persona, but he will give you effort. He just won't you gave acknowledge me a vibe. that he's giving you effort. You gave me a vibe last week, Jer, as if, uh, eh, nah. Yeah. I just yeah. was like, hey, you want to, nah. Like, I didn't even get it out of my mouth. Mm-mm. Like no. the, the end of the uh, the question, and, and he, he denied. Yeah. Uh, but I have been, now I have a, uh, a, a TF type thing to do in this segment. But okay. before that, mm-hmm. um. I was wondering what's Jer's bit, because big strong Jer, I've known you for what twenty some years, He's right? Been here twenty years. Yeah, I've been here twenty four years. Twenty four years. Jer preceded me for sure. Yep. I outrank you. I think you were a weekend guy. Mm-hmm. Started on weekend overnights. Worked my way up. Started at the bottom. Now I'm here. Uh, <laughs> you were weekend producer <laughs> slash board op or something when I first started. Yeah, you we, weren't doing overnights. No. By that time, I'd graduated to the rant, I think. That's where we got Jared. Gordo said, hey, the guy who runs the board on the rant is great. We ought to get him because we needed a... I think this is when Steve Porcari left, wasn't it? Yeah. That, and you so, had Roger before that? Mm-hmm. And we brought in Jared for a tryout, and the very first day, he fell asleep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and we knew that's the guy. <laughs> that's the guy we want. It's great. <laughs> Man. It was early. What year was that? Two thousand, maybe. Two thousand. And I, I feel like I remember you saying you didn't want to do that full time. Yeah, I said I didn't want to be forty years old and still be a board op. Now what are you like fifty? Yeah, I am looking down the barrel at fifty. Where's that pistol? Oh come on! (laughs) Jer's no TFer. That's what I say. No, he does not fail. He's a success. He's a TSer. I fail creatively. Um. But you got a you you got some bits going on like right now. For instance, right now, your well, your nails are polished. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've been doing that for a while now. And uh, for there, a while, I've wondered, hmm, what's this guy's bit? So what's going on? Because Dan's always wondering what someone's bit is. But I also, I also worry that it's a bear trap. I like them; they're pretty. That that for some somehow you're going to tell me that that's uh, your last wish before you leave this earth. Uh, well, I mean, to, I mean, right now they're my grandmother's favorite color, and she passed away two years ago. Uh, it's not, That's I not. I don't a, accept that, that as a bear trap. trap. I don't accept that. Surely we've got a ticker to do now, don't we? Not yet. <laughs> what are you doing, Norm? <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, We're learning about Jer. <laughs> so you just like to paint the nails, just because? Yeah, I just you like, like it. to paint the nails. I like it. it's pretty. They are okay. very lovely. Thank you. Dan has not gone through the harassment training yet. Obviously, <laughs> <laughs> you haven't. <laughs> Actually, I did this morning. Did you? Oh, okay. And so I, uh, it's amazing. Pretty cool boss, huh? <laughs> I'd like to work there. I, I actually think he's the hero. <laughs> are we allowed to uh, like play vid, uh, audio from it? I ask, don't know. Ask Cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but if I ask Cat, he'll say no. <laughs> <laughs> don't you understand how these things work? Cat's going to err on the side of caution, and that's not uh, that's not going to get us great radio. Did is you it? learn a lot new about uh, those rules, Dan? No, but I want to get the uh, the writer of the movie on the show. 
Like oh, I want to find movies out. They show you, okay? No, yeah. Whoever put together this, uh, all the little vignettes. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's it's wonderful. The the script is wonderful. There's the, it's so funny. There's old Todd. Old Todd has gray hair. Yeah, balding. You know about that, Norm, a little bit. Yeah, um, I know about that as well. Uh, so I'm kind of old Todd in there, but old Todd wants to know what's the deal with this. Uh, I mean. So you used to so be a man, and now you're a woman. How does that work? <laughs> I mean, do you have an operation or something? What's the deal with that? I just don't get it. He walks away in a huff, and uh, yeah, he needs training. What's her name was told? Don't worry about him. That's just Todd. Yeah, uh, and then Todd was worried about the guy who's uh, the new guy in sales. He's he wears a turban. That's how they get you. That's, <laughs> <laughs> they infiltrate your uh, your place. That's, right. That's of course he's nice. You know yeah, why he's nice? Because he wants to just suck you in, and then just uh, that's when he'll uh, terrorize you <laughs> as a terrorist. They, uh, the one part I have never imagined happening, but I might have dealt with it in a different way in the cumulus or in the uh, harassment training was the hot boss, the hot female boss. That's a tough one. That was the least relatable one of all of the scenarios. Right. She's real hot and she wants to hook up and she'll give you a promotion if you do. And I'm thinking, where's the law? Where's the L here? That's a WW, right? You're going to get a promotion. And and she's. Do you remember the old boss. hypothetical uh, from Jeff Crilly on channel whatever? I it was four. It was uh, really Crilly. Really? I remember we cut this off of uh, like their news tease. It was, would you have sex with Heather Locklear for a million dollars? Find out tonight. Like, that was their hypothetical. So, wait. Hypothetically, I'm having sex with Heather Locklear, and then you pay me a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know about that I don't know that, that he understood the... He did not come from the rant farm system. No. Right there needs yeah. to be balance. It can't be tilted all in your favor. <laughs> so, I have completed the training. That's uh, one of the benefits to starting from at 3 o'clock. Yeah. I did it this morning. You've got so much time to get it's, other things done. It's insane how much time it's I had today. Pretty like, amazing. I kind of had a little fifteen minute nap. I uh, went on the treadmill. I, I didn't know what to do. What time did you wake up? Uh, probably about seven. Really? That I'm, early? I'm seven o'clock guy now. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So you're hitting the hay around eleven, eleven thirty every night. Eleven thirty. Wow. So in your hypothetical, would she get the million? Well, then you're just paying her, and that makes her a hooker. <laughs> She's a hooker. Yeah, Norm needs the training now. Hey, yep. you do need <laughs> calling a hoe. Oh, that's still in there? That Norm needs is. to be deleted. Right, oh, George? Yes. Why? Norm is Todd. <laughs> Have you done the training? You, There's not a chance no, in hell you No, the deadline's still more than a week away. Uh, is that the way to get to trouble. the Hall of Fame? Is by putting everything off? I guess it is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Because you try to tell your kids, ah, you got to get this stuff done yeah. early. You, gotta, you can't okay. do this once you get in the real world. What yeah. comes first, your retirement or doing the training? Guess it depends on who you are. I bet Mike Soroy would like to know. <laughs> think it over. <laughs> so let me ask you guys this question. Do you think Corby, Seriously? as long as he's been in this business, will he ever make it to the Texas Radio Hall of Fame? Let's say he stays in for another 10 years. I thought, what? I thought he was nominated. Maybe. Nominated? Wasn't he? No, he went... A couple years ago? I think he went to the ceremony that inducted Mike Reiner oh. and supported him. Maybe because he was is from the Mike tree and Mike's in. Yeah. But will he, will but that's he not ever gonna be taken him. seriously enough to be 
inducted. Like you think of radio icons, men that just kind of personify the business. You think of people like Norm. Yes. People like Mike Reiner. Brad Cham. Yes, all those people that are in. But like. Makes sense to me. But don't get me started on that. The music will be there. No, we won't. We won't be there. You absolutely man. Have I think I think you guys. You will. can't dominate the ratings no in the as an entity. We've got Marconi's or, now. I don't think so. I don't know. Don't man. get me started on that thing. I know Norm's tied to the people over there. That's the goofiest damn thing I've ever seen. That radio well, hall, that Texas did, Radio Hall of Fame. It's goofy. Did, oh, yes, George Dunham. Th- it is. Airs a hoy. Did you know in there you were, outside of the legends like Norm and a few others? Do you know you were nominated? This yeah. year? Mm-hmm. Okay. But we didn't get in. Okay. I, I don't expect to get in. But you were nom- you've already been nominated? Yeah. So you can... Well, I guess you can go in if you're on the air, because look at Norm. Uh, yeah. Well, members of yeah, the Hall of Fame can nominate other people. Are you ripping someone? A little bit. They need to be... That thing is strange. You have to admit, Norm, there are some strange names in there that I like, don't really like think who? meet the criteria. I'm not going to name names. Redbeard? <laughs> Just... <laughs> You hate Redbeard, no, don't you? No, Redbeard, if he's in, I think he's a Dan legend. Dan Marino. Dan Marino is not in there. <laughs> All right, it's 350. Oh, man. Uh-oh. I thought we were really getting to something. Now, let's hand it off to the Marconi Moose. Okay, this is the holiday season, so this is not a funny bit. This is actually something that ties in with the Christmas season. I have a friend by the name of Albert Vecchia. He is the equipment manager for SMU. Does football, basketball. The person you are trying to reach oh is not gosh. accepting calls at this time. <laughs> How do you think the bit's going? Texas. So here's, but he's got a he's got a really cool thing for Christmas. He's buying. Was he ready for the bit or no? Yeah, I told him we're calling him at four o'clock. <laughs> Hang on, let me call. I'll try one more. Okay. And if he's not there, I got a number to call. Because okay. during for tickers, no tickers. We just got to get the sponsor. Yeah, we're good. But for that spot, for that thing, we're going to uh, just do random phone calls throughout the day. Yeah. And this is a phone call with uh, a cause. Buying kids bikes for Christmas. That's nice, right? For kids who can't afford it in uh, poor neighborhoods. I would sell it to them. We're sorry. Your call cannot Moses be Moses Malone. What the hell? <laughs> Hang on. Let me call him on my No, one more, one more. I got it. I got it. <laughs> You're I don't good. think you need to pot it down. The nope. person you there are trying to reach is not accepting calls. Oh wait, at this he's time. calling me. Yeah. Well, tell him he's an idiot. <laughs> Albert. What's up? Hey, we're trying to call you on our studio. Yeah. F- yeah, we're trying to call you on our studio phone. He's. He's got. If they're, if they're not in his contacts, I guarantee you he's not accepting them. So that's just going oh, straight is that one of those things? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Tell him to turn that off. Uh, the, uh, yeah, they'll take a half hour. Outside. Well, that's <laughs> not going to help. Go through your phone. Think that's going to help? <laughs> he has no I idea. don't know. We called you and it said you're not taking phone calls at this time. Did, do you not take calls outside of your... Huh? Uh, that's what it says? Yeah. Turn your thing oh, off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I got to figure out this new phone then. All right. Oh, no. It's a new phone. Yeah, you know how that goes. Phones no. are, the phones are always smarter than you. I don't. <laughs> Okay, well, we can talk to him like this. We'll do. Okay, yeah. Sure. yeah. yeah okay, give us your plug. Real quick, yeah, tell us about your effort to get um, bikes for kids. TF and. Okay, uh, a few years ago, uh, I used to do a lot of Christmas presents, but I found out that giving toys for Christmas, you sustain a child for a day or two. 
what I did is I went to bicycles because I want to sustain children for more than a day or two and, and get them outside into a healthier environment and get them away from the video games. And so uh, I picked a school, SS Dillo, in the Stop 6 area of Fort Worth. Speed and uh, <laughs> it's a Title I school. Uh-oh. Hello? How's this going, It's a George? Title I oh, no. school. <laughs> yeah! You still with us? I just want everybody to know this is Jub's bit. I just hang on. Albert, you still with us? What if, okay, so what if like a piano fell on him? We're this buying bikes. What? We're what buying a, bikes for kids in the stop what six if an area. Fell kids who can't afford them. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the show, or maybe <laughs> oh, let me try oh, to man, Tony. Let me try to reestablish. Yeah, yeah. Let's just call him a hundred times. <laughs> okay, I'm canceling the "I Love Dan" segment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Forget it. We'll give out the info on how you can buy a kid for a kid. That's stop the six. How about that? Wait, right, you buy fine. a kid? Buy a bike for a you kid. You just said buy a kid. Well, it's because I'm flustered. <laughs> That's the ticker. George is really good at managing his emotions. <laughs> I respect that about him. Because right now, I think he wants to rip your larynx no, out. No, it's fine. I don't, I'm not mad at Dan. <laughs> Me? What are we doing? I don't know. It's, We're uh, it's okay. It's okay. We're still doing bits. I like We're just this, trying to do bits. I like this new and improved George. Friday morning e-break? No, man. No? We got about 80 more of those coming. <laughs> Did you ever say hi to yourself? What do you mean? Like people will have oh, an e-break yeah, in the Oh, yeah. I've done that before. Yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. I like to say hi to myself. Yeah. All right. Well, sorry. That didn't work out. I will get you the info, though, on how you can take part in that if you want to. That's a good cause. Stop 6 I is do a rough want neighborhood, to. too, over there in the Fort Worth. Yes, it is. Yeah. So you buy a bike. Yes. For a kid. And so it's not just I'll like a that. toy. It's some, okay. Me and you. So is that... Norm, you want to buy too. a bike for a kid? Okay, we I'll got three bike. done. Is that... Okay. Does that make you me off your S list? You're not on my S list. Okay, you're kind of pissed. I've <laughs> no, never I seen him like this. I you, Dan, you were until you just offered to buy a bike. I'm yeah. fine. That's what I mean. That's I'm what fine. I just said. We'll help yeah. Albert and we'll help those kids. All right, now on to bit. DJ? Yeah, let's do bit. Did you okay. have more? Where are you so, going? No, no, we got, already read our sponsors. Got nothing. Yeah, yeah, no. Here's what we're going to do. This is Sports Radio oh, 96.7.13.10, The Ticket. That's Broadcasting pretty smooth. live from the TXC Energy Mothership. Yeah. KTCK AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. No, KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station. I think it's time for another ticket. White Elephant Day style. Oh, we got to play this. Captain Dan McDowell, oh. George Dunham, Norm Hitzkus, <laughs> Danny Bayless, Dan Malin, E.J. Ringenberg, and big strong Jeremy Moran. Yeah, brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7.13.10. The executive director of the thing. Okay. Of MLB. <laughs> That's All the right. signal right there. So here's what we want to do during this segment, because it's 4 o'clock. Okay. And uh, I've got two segments, and this is my second one uh, throughout the day. Then we got DJ, Norm, Jub, and uh, Danny said, bro, lead, uh, lead up to me, because I've got a gold bit. So Danny's gold bit is yeah. at the end of the show, right? Yeah, at 6.10. The most listened to segment not a good... of the day. No, it's fine, Dan. I it's thought fine. that's a good time. No, Dan's mad at you. If you want to put your cleanup hitter bat night, that's great. It's all for it. Man, See, I thought on the captain. I thought I would build up. I didn't want to do a bit the after Dan. Sporting event ever to grace planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, hang on, Norm. So we wanted to walk down to sales and uh, entertain the just, just see what's going on see what's in going sales. On. Yeah. Before salespeople leave. We haven't seen them in a long time. Now it's 4 o'clock, so I think there's a good chance they're already gone. 75% yeah. of them are still working from home, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pretend we haven't seen the harassment training. <laughs> yeah. And we'll go down to sales. We'll do what Norm used to call trolling. 
And uh, yeah, get some hugs. <laughs> See what's up. <laughs> what's up. <laughs> All right, here we go. Didn't know Norm invented that term. <laughs> is the mic working, Jer? How does it sound? Oh, yeah, one great. great. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, Where are you going, George? Great. George is coming. Yeah, George is going to grab He's a rib on his way out. They Did were, you just grab some uh, some food? Little, uh, oh, okay. They were going to ask me, but they figured with me using Walker, I wouldn't make it down there before the end of the segment. Wouldn't make it down there before the end of the show. It didn't show. seem like you had a lot of buy-in on that, uh, Norm. <laughs> I thought Norm was supposed to go read poetry to the sales department. I'm well, reading poetry here. Oh. No, he's going to give don't, his comb to the sales department. Don't, don't, don't look so deflated, Danny. <laughs> okay, so I this is... look like this. I like doing this because the P1s always say, well, what's it like at the ticket? Describe the ticket. And uh, when we come out into this uh, hallway, this cold, desolate hallway, it's a lot different because they've done renovations here. They've actually put money into the ticket, so everybody's saying, hey, uh, they treat you guys so terribly, they don't uh, put anything into the ticket... But they do when it's the part the other stations have to use. So we have, what, eight stations here, ten? Something like that, yeah. But we got new paint and floors, too. Look how nice it looks. It looks very, very nice. Why are all the pictures still leaned up against the wall? That's a great question. Norm wants to know why the pictures are still leaned up against the wall. Uh, Now, I am right outside Kat's office. Now, Jeff Catlin probably could answer that. Norm wants to know why the pictures are still against the wall. Norm said... Uh, he could play, uh, play an immigrant uh, just to come in here and hang these up over the weekend. Uh, I, I don't know. That's a good question, and it's driving me crazy. I wish we'd get this stuff hung up. So, Norm, get on it. I wish we Okay. And, uh, Jared, just dump anything. Since you've seen the harassment training, dump anything that I say that has to be dumped. So dump anything you say. Got it. Uh, come on, Jer. Come on, Jer. Jer Bear. Jer. Anyway, before we walk down the hall, George... Let's announce our presence to the hallway with authority. I have E-Brake Man here. Hello, E-Brake Man. What's up, guys? You guys, uh, you, you like the ticket? Uh, I've, I've, I've dabbled with some ticket. Okay, so what we're going to do is uh, just sing a little song before we go down the hall just to get us in the mood, in the Christmas spirit. Hey there, Dan. Merry Christmas. Let's go to sales and meet Chris Chris. <laughs> Let's walk down the hall. Let's make some cold calls. Docking here on White Elephant Day. How do we know if our swords fit? Your e-brake man, and I love your bit. I just love to play. You are my new bae. Docking here on White Elephant Day. It can get real cold, so bring a jacket. I'll keep it on or else people would scoff. But do not forget that we are in Texas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. I guess it's jacket off. That was force and a bingo. But I like bits like Trey Wingo. <laughs> Jump Danny and Norm. Jer and DJ. Docking here on White Elephant Day. Yeah. Jump Danny and Norm. Jer and DJ. Docking here on White Elephant Day. Stuck in Wide Day. Wow. That was something, wasn't it? Is that, uh, is that music humor, Danny, that I don't get? Yeah, Danny's What happened? That's, uh, that's Gordo's line. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're walking down. The, so we passed uh, KSCS. 
we passed the old. This is the old ESPN studio. Oh yeah. They uh, they didn't do so well, buddy. <laughs> Moment of silence for ESPN. Uh, Paul in. Uh, what? I'm sorry. <laughs> now we're passing the production studios. Look at that. That is Pat. Open air production studios. <laughs> My God, how things have changed. He's known as. He's known as Fake Bob. Around here. He loves the Chicago Cubs. He loves... Uh, Pooping. Did he get married at Wrigley Field? Did he get married at Wrigley Field? Pat, did you get married at Wrigley Field? He's nodding. He got married at Wrigley Field. Can you believe that? What a catch. That's <laughs> game, day or, game day or not a game day? Uh, uh, I don't know, Norm. I, I, we're gone. Okay, so here we are. We're heading to sales. <laughs> Sorry, Norm. Oh, uh, here we are. So this is the big room on four, the uh, big meeting room. Mm-hmm. We met here today. Danny, I wanted to get your thoughts on the fact that the guy from The Wolf was eavesdropping on our meeting. And, and making suggestions. Started <laughs> making suggestions on stuff we should do for the show today. He made probably ten times the suggestions that we made for our own show. <laughs> yeah, he's, I feel like that guy's, that, many. that guy's got great bits. Yeah, he had some swell ideas. All right, so what do you see everywhere you look here, George? Empty um, cubicles. But we actually have uh, salespeople here. I, I bet we have maybe half dozen, something right. like that. Yeah. So now, now Richard Frisch is on the phone. Do you want to just go grab the phone and hang up on it? <laughs> just grab it. Just grab it and be like, I'm Marconi winning da- uh, George Dunham. Oh, man. He would love that. COB. All right, let's go around here. Let's go around. Still picking us up? Yeah, you sound great. Loud and clear. You sound better now than you did when you were in Cat's office. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Look, we've seen three nice Christmas since we walked over here. Beautiful. Beautiful. We've got Cray Tray with us. We got E Brake Man, and uh, oh look here's Dan Milhorn. <laughs> For all your uh, cumulus radio needs, Dan Call Milhorn. Dan Milhorn. Boy, look at that mustache. That's a great mustache, dude. Mustache. Dan. I don't think I can do that. Hey Dan, I'm Dan. Hey Dan, nice How's to meet you, Dan. Good That's to see you, mustache. Dan. Hey, what about you? Now it looks like you wear that all year long, though. I do. Mine's just for Movember, and I want people to be aware of cancer into December. Oh, well, that's a good cause. Do you know cancer? I, I, yeah, I'm, I've heard it. I'm aware. Okay. Well, good. I've, my work here is done. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. There's Dan. Oh, my God. Look over here, George. What? This guy's uh, got a trophy case. Wow. All the sales. You have been Q4, 2018, Q4 uh, award winner. Great. Yeah, what have you done lately? Congratulations yeah. on all those awards. That's great. George, George, who's lugging around a Marconi. Right. <laughs> What's going on, man? you got some hair going on here. I'm huh? an afternoon drive with one sponsor. Cut it for November. Do you know cancer? Uh, so uh, you, you are definitely into bits because uh, this is Michael Dagenhart. He, uh, he uh, was a part of the Wild Ass Circus, right? Uh, yes, sir, was. And you were, he's one of the guys that was upset when Bob and I skipped out on the dinner that time in, in California. Yes, the lunch that we had, the, the fake phone calls. All of a sudden, their phones started ringing and scattered. Yeah, that's when we left because they were having a seance for uh, Alice, not Alice Cooper. Who was it? Uh, for Janis Joplin. <laughs> Alice Cooper's alive, right? Yeah. All right. Junior knows him. Is this your uh, client there? That is my client, Tito's. Tito's, all right. Let's go. What's up? And is that no is way. that is that chips? Yes, it's, it's like a party back here. Well, it is a party back here. <laughs> Pork rinds. Chips. Chips. No. 
All right, let's get out. Oh, look, he's got a little ESPN Radio uh, shrine as well. Remember ESPN Radio? That's why his awards are from four years ago. I mean, there's at least some but it's just not like it used to be, you know? No, it isn't. Do you think uh, these are the big wigs? These are the people with offices with windows. They do you think they're into bits? No, I don't think. I don't think whatever we're doing right now is going to go over really well. Now they do have uh, a lot of Ted Lasso signs up here. Do you feel that's motivational? Can be. Do you like that show, by the way? Or are you one of the ones that hates it? Uh, I've never really watched it, but I've been told not to watch it. So. <laughs> Sorry, okay. George. Uh, Trey is directing us over here. He wants us to go over here. Oh, good. Follow Trey. Yeah. Let's see. <laughs> Does it look like she wants to do have anything to do with us? No. Norma might. All right. Norma, you can do a bit. What? All right, let's go see Norma. Okay. Hey Norm, this is. We got a song for Norma. Rhythm. All right. We're gonna do bells in the key of Wonderwall. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Norma. Can you ask, uh, answer our question? I'm uh, Dan McDonald from The Ticket. How are you? Nice to meet you. Have you heard of The Ticket? Yeah. <laughs> who, uh, who do you generally do sales for? Um, the what? You work for all the stations or what? Everyone up here. Is this, does this even work? Okay. Yes, it's a microphone. Occasionally. Yeah, it works. It works about kind, half the time. Are we cutting out? A little, a little bit. bit. Okay. Rhythm. Rhythm. Sure. Yeah, we're on the air. We're on the radio. Around no, with a microphone, no, not on the radio. What do you think this bit is, Norma? <laughs> now you're wearing an FDR type blanket there. What's the deal? It's cold in here. <laughs> a little chilly. Yeah, she's just got a blanket on her lap. Watch out for that bear trap. Oh, okay. Uh, are you having good times? What? How's uh, a little late for you to be here? Why don't you uh, head home? I'm, I'm giving you the day off. Okay. All right, then I'm leaving. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So do we call you to buy airtime, or do we call someone else and they direct it through you? What, how does this work? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I just do digital. Just do digital. Thing is, that's, that's the future. Yeah. You should be like, I do digital, not that crappy. I had a girlfriend like that once. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of cool to talk to somebody in the industry. Underrated. Oh, you know, here's a th- yeah, that's the thing. You understand the pressures of radio, don't you? Mm-hmm. Like uh, The constant pressure that we are under to produce ratings generate revenue like you understand what that's like isn't it uh, it's it's funny because when i go home uh you know no one no one really gets gets the industry that i'm in and just uh, the con the spotlight you know yeah do you kind of understand where i'm coming from yes completely she has no interest totally. she hates you so much <laughs> there there goes next year's marconi all right well thanks norma i'm uh, i'm just down the hall there Bye. Right. Oh. You want to shout out to anyone? God. No. Oh. oh. I was reaching for her assault whistle the whole time. <laughs> say, say that again. She hates you. No, go ahead. You didn't swear, did you? No. The FCC doesn't like that. No. All right. Bye, Norma. Bye. Bye, Norma. That's Norma. For all your sales needs, go to Norma. Sounds right. like a typical happy cumulus employee. <laughs> all right. I think our work here might a be done, George. Media about quarter after. Okay. You want to roll? Uh, hey, get down here for a trusted lap spot. Tell that dude to sing some more. Hey, Jessica. Jessica McKenzie-Williams. Jessica McKenzie-Williams-McDowell. How are you? All right, what are you doing? What do you got going? Um, 
working on some sales pitches. Okay. For uh, do you need any help? <laughs> I got Marconi winning George Dunham right here. He can make a cold call for you. I can make a phone call if you need me. Yeah, do you have an auto sponsorship? I do. DNM. Yeah, sorry. I don't. What? I don't. <laughs> DJ, a lot of guys you. back no. in the studio no. want to talk Actually, to you. No. Come on to the ticket studios. Uh, thanks for the talk, at, DJ. <laughs> Good times. Not great. That's ticket sales. Oh, look at the, look up right up here on the. Uh, we have a picture of George Dunham and George and Gordon Dunham and uh, Craig as well. They won the Marconi. All right, all right. That was awesome. Yeah, that's all we got. All right, is this the best? This is the best. All right, we even had chips. Give us a time check, George. I have no idea. What four seventeen. Five uh, four seventeen on the ticket. Back to our fearless leader and captain of the three to seven show. Big Mac. No, you just go ahead and take it. You're throwing it right back to me? Yeah, why not? Because you want to eat? Maybe. It is White Elephant Day. Time for a break. All right, I guess we're done. the best we could come up with? Pretty much. Got to play the liners. It's White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Tick. This segment is brought to you by All Pro Foundation Repair. Who's up? Thank you, Jer. 425 here on the ticket. Super late. It is Danny Bayless over there, Dan McDowell, Norm Hitzkiss. Jub Jub is moving into position running the board now. Jeremy Moran. Me, DJ Ringenberg, E-Breakman is here. Not something that I was anticipating, but also joining us today is Trey Mitchell. Cray Trey, as he's known around here. Trey, are you ready to go? What's up, Diljo? What are we doing? Hey, buddy. Anybody that doesn't know Trey Mitchell, Trey is maybe my best friend here at the radio station. Oh, he showed me oh, around. Sweet. Showed me around on my first day <laughs> as an intern whenever I uh, took over. Go away, Baton! None of that happening, but instant connection. Trey's just a super good dude. Everybody likes Trey. Just happy to have him. Oh, Jeremy Moran walking into the studio here. And I wanted uh, to find a way to incorporate DJ Trey. DJ play-by-play on everything that's happening. I love trying. He's a pro. You want this to be your segment, or whoa, oh, gee, oh, love it, oh, passive aggressively calling out the fact that uh, we're late and in your place. I know. As I was I'll, saying, I'll go back to my eatsies. <laughs> as Obviously. I was saying, uh, I commissioned Trey. I wanted some sort of tribute. Just you know, we're over a year now to where I've been working here. I feel like I'm finally starting to settle in a little bit. You know, I think that's kind of the the beauty of the ticket is. If you embrace it, it will embrace you. If you don't embrace it, you will never be welcome, and you will end up just kind of fading away, mm-hmm. as some people have had. So I figured kind unless of... Unless you're Fernando. Unless you're Fernando, okay. I am not tenured long right, enough George? to make fun of Fernando. George is in there playing with the board. <laughs> he's not even listening. Yeah, yeah I got you, I got you. Yeah. So anyway... Or... So, yeah, go ahead. I feel like you can't disrupt DJ here. Yeah. He's on a flow, and if you yeah. say something, he's going to then focus on you. No, not at all. No, we're good. I'm just trying to set up Trey, because Trey worked really hard on something that he says is a tribute to me, and yeah. I wanted to give him the forum so wait, to play it here. You employed Trey yes. to, to do a tribute to you. I actually... For White <laughs> Elephant Day. I employed Trey brilliant. to do something else. That fell through, and then I told him to do this instead. What okay. F- what fell through? Uh, well, we might recycle it at some other point. So we just couldn't pull it together in time for this. But is there anything we need to set up here, Trey? Uh, hang on, he's telling me about drops. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, we're all uh, switching. I'm grabbing uh, the dog. 
This is what white, I think this is what White Elephant Day should be about, Yes, yeah, right? unlistenable radio. <laughs> no, no, no. no. I, I meant people doing different jobs. <laughs> not just uh, not just what you're used to hearing, right? right? Yeah. So, Like Jer. DJ, this is for you. Uh, Who's in studio now? There's no other setup necessary, Trey? Uh, this, if you watch the Bo Burnham special, you'll get it. If you haven't watched it, it just it's a cool song about my, my best friend DJ. That's a lie. All right, here we go. <laughs> This sucks. <laughs> oh, I love it. New ticker G for Normandy has no personality. It's DJ Ringenberg. New ticker mate for Dan and Jake got some audio for Blake. It's DJ Ringenberg. Come on, DJ, you have earned it. Crush the guys who much more deserved it. ESP <laughs> and his toast. DJ survived like a cockroach. Julie TC and Sean Bass. DJ makes them sound like ass. How'd this guy get this job? Come on, DJ, get him. Every little dance break. Everybody, I like it so far. Everyone dance. <laughs> it's pretty much Coach. over. <laughs> Just like DJ's tenure here. Oh, my God. That's me screaming. <laughs> there you go, DJ. That's me dying. Well, again. You. Oh man, I was ready for like verses two and four. Dance break usually separates like yeah, not another the, part that of was the a song. Dance end. It was a dance ender. Yeah, yeah. Oh. That was you, fun. You, that was you really did good. label Thank it you. as a Thank dance you. break. <laughs> Great Trey's got good flow and rhythm. He does. Thank okay, you. yeah. Rhythm. Thank right. you. Stuff without the Thank drop you. of applause, but that was pretty good. I liked it a lot. For DJ, who I'm, I'm still wondering what he has too. Well, I he has you as a best friend. He's my best friend. Yeah, we love to poke fun at each other. He's a good dude. <laughs> he is funny, Daniel. You'll, you'll learn he's got a dry sense of humor. That just needs to emerge. Right. <laughs> Give a time check, Trey. George. It is four twenty-nine on the ticket. This is White Elephant Day. We got Dan, Dan, and Dan, and Jer and Jub. I didn't say I'd do a full reset. Yeah, just time. What's the time <laughs> what is the time to Trey? Four twenty, four thirty on the ticket. Oh. oh. Now, food. Send us to break. Time to bake. Go bake. What? He doesn't know how to do it. the freaking break. Well, you made him play a song. <laughs> he was still training him. Was that a metal bats reading of that, Jer? I'm just trying to get through this. All right. Oh, my God. All right. We got to turn on our own mic. Chocolate we covered pretzel. Because George is running the board. <laughs> what did I do wrong? Nothing. 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 He's Everything doing you're doing I just want to alert perfect. everybody that Monkey George butt. is running the board. <laughs> the first great. time ever on White Elephant Day, we're rotating board ops. Never been done before in the history of White Elephant Day. Really? That's right. Hey, can I take out what's in my pants? <laughs> But it's done today. So you're a disruptor, Dan, you would say, to traditional radio. Uh, okay, sure. Yeah. Mixing that it up seems, a little. seems like a business term <laughs> that I could get behind. First ever White Elephant Day was 2005. Exactly. I mean. December 14th, 2005. How about that? Yeah. So take it away, DJ. All right. Let's try to uh, recover from Trey's song in the last segment. Fix this bitch. Do y'all ever check the places where P1s, like, talk about the ticket? Like the ticket Reddit or any of the other places like that? Sure. I went by several lakes yesterday. <laughs> okay, George. <laughs> I absolutely do. I've been on the Reddit page once, and it's 
It's too much. It's a lot. If you have any ego whatsoever, it can be shattered in moments just with a few seconds on that site. So, no. Twitter's enough. People can be mean enough on Twitter. See, I just think it's cool that people care, and you know, that it makes you feel famous. Like, we're not famous. Well, that's where no. I'm coming from because... You know? I did seven years of anonymous full-time radio before I came over here, and nobody had any idea who I was, that I worked in the market. Sorry so you're not about criticizing that, you Just, when you're at ESPN? <laughs> was that ESPN? That was at ESPN, oh, okay. yeah. So, okay. I, so I never really got feedback one way or the other because... Nobody was listening, so it was just kind of shouting into the ether, and then you make that transition over, and I've listened to The Ticket forever, so I know how much people love it, but then you start to be incorporated into these conversations, and it's a very strange sensation, even though I've kind of been doing this for a while. So I thought that I was going to go back and try to find like lots of mean comments about everybody. I didn't have to go that far back. I went back about two months, and I got many just... Awful comments about everybody. Love so it. it sounds like fun. So we're going to play a game here, <laughs> and it's going to be guess who the P1 is talking about in this college. Alec Drake. Now, are they people that are just on the show, or could it be anybody at the station? Anybody at the okay. station. It's a higher concentration, I would say, of people on this show, but it could be anybody. Dude. I love it. You suck. He's <laughs> <laughs> good at this. George is good. George He's is really good. <laughs> Watch out, Jer. All right, for instance... <laughs> And this is kind of how the format will be. We're going to start with Dan. Dan is going to be our first player. The comment is, and all of these are 100% real. I did not make any So I just up. guess who it is. Yes. Who they are. And this is just the example. Attacking. The one time I saw Blank in public, it was at a Mavs game. Uh, like a movie, I started looking up, saw him, and said, Whoa, hey, Blank. He said, hey, a pal, before unsheathing the dagger on the top of his cane and sticking it handle deep into my torso. See, yeah. I had it at Hey a Pal. Yeah, that would have been Norm. There you go. But hey your Pal. If, if they say he had a cane, there you that, go. That gives away. Although Bob has been carrying the cane with his uh, monocle, right? So <laughs> with all of his money that he has now. <laughs> so you've got it now. I I had it before. Let's go. All right. Let's see. Blank looks like a Filipino chimpanzee. Corby. You're not, it's not your turn. Oh, I thought you were going clockwise. Oh, I would have said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what a- Danny and I think alike. All right, well, I'm going to give Dan one point yes. for that, but okay. But I believe yes, you were on. That was, that was an easy one. All right, we're going to go to Norm. You ready, Norm? Sure. <laughs> that was not very convincing. No. He still thinks he sent that email. I agree. <laughs> All right, let's see who dildo. sent that email, by the way. <laughs> That's a terrible guess. That's not the answer. So Norm can't see it. That does not work here. Okay, this is going to be... Uh, let's see. This is going to be a multi-parter. There's multiple on, names man. in this one. Producing seems to be something a monkey can do. Blank, 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 and blank all produce at certain junctures. Julie is as competent as any of those fl- uh, face plants. Well, wait a minute. All produce at I should have gave Norm a different one, dude. This one was too now, hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> four... This person takes Julie out of it, so it's got to be. Um, think about four fringe producers: Sam Hale, Ding, Sod, Ding. Um, <laughs> what the hell was that? Joe Joe Lecce. 
That's three out of the four. Wow. You have one more. I think he's doing better than I would have. Fringe. No doubt. Producer. I don't even know who those people this are. This makes me puke. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Norm. Hit well, for the cycle. Was that a drop fringe? or Norm actually laughing? That another, that's I don't laughing. know anymore. Another fringe producer. Yes. Produces on a fairly regular basis. Killer. Wow. Fringe, what a man. Four, four for four. Damn. Damn. That's well, a Hall nailed of it. I'm impressed. Well, how many other fringe producers do we have at the ticket? Oh, you don't have to explain more. Oh, sorry, Trey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not think of Trey. Jacob Dedimore. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's move on. Uh, oh, let's, gosh. Jeez, poor Jacob. <laughs> so much hate. He's a good dude. Let's move on to George Dunham. Are you let's ready, go. George? Let's go. You bet. I, without any actual evidence or data, believe Blank has been on a consistent slide towards full-on simpleton since he moved away from Coppell. Oh, gee. <laughs> that's why I don't go to that site. <clears throat> I'm guessing that's me. That is George Dunham. Uh, way to go, George. Thank you. Thank you. You're winning. Thank you. you so point. <laughs> He's a what? A simpleton? Simpleton, yeah. Since Aww. he moved from Capel. Yeah, when you, I thought you were a deep thinker back then. Yeah, and yeah. a lot more edgy. I really was, yeah. yeah. Now yeah. it's just you're like, ugh. Yeah. All right, let's uh, move no, to Danny. probably right. Yes. I mean, 30 years in radio at a very high level is really not that big a deal. So back to you. <laughs> let's move on. Danny yes, here sir. reading mean comments about ticket hosts and fringe people here. Will Zalatoris... Is Will blank, Zalatoris, is blank as dumb as he sounds, genuinely asking, it's funny, but it's shocking. Is blank as dumb as he sounds? Yes. Genuinely asking, it's funny, but it's shocking. Probably me. I want to steal, because I think it's me. It's neither of y'all. What? Who's dumber than did. me? I hope you did very much. Jared, do you want to steal? Saroy? No. Norm? No. Oh, a lot of big candidates gone already. Yeah. yeah you know it's not uh, Norm. Hello? Hello. Um, I don't know. Uh, Gordo. Incorrect. Nah, he's well thought of as a... a uh, deal. Looking for... Corby. Craig Rosengarden. Oh, okay. Oh, poor Craig. <laughs> I don't write the comments. Poor guy, yeah. All right, let's move on. <laughs> the HBO Open... <laughs> He's going to get sea legs. <laughs> Let's move on to big, strong Jeremy. Previously on Succession. It's amazing how Blank can appear so nice on radio, but an arrogant jerk on Twitter, social media is such a failed bit. That's not me. That's probably me. That's not me. That's neither of y'all. Uh-huh. I know who it is. He was sexually oh, aroused. No, what? We are not. Um, Sean. Incorrect. That is not Sean. Does somebody want to steal? Dan, you want to steal? Yeah, you know who it is. I mean, it's either Bob or Corby. It's got to be Bob, because he gets in fights on Twitter. It is Bob. Yeah. Dan is correct. So that is going to be two points for Dan. And he's a gem in real life. <laughs> he is. I didn't say anything. Why are you looking at me like that? As if he's Everyone's not. looking at you. Oh, okay. We're all looking at you. All right. How many points do I have? I'm looking at the stake. <laughs> Norm, you're sitting on one point. Dan is in the lead you guys with feed two points. But, but, but wait, mine was a four-part answer. Yeah, but you only got one Which point. makes it A. Uh, okay. Say it. It's a four-pointer. It's a four-pointer. Yeah. All right, Noxie. I'll that trick. All right, I'll give him four there then. Yeah. All right, let's go back to four. Dan. Really? 
Give Blank a Solo Show, and it'll pull the highest weekend ratings for the DFW market. Can I just ask, is it one of the main guys on the ticket or one of more of the fringe guys? Not a main host, no. Okay, because obviously you give Gordo a show or whatever, right? That would have been my guess is Gordo. I've got a guess. So give so-and-so a solo show, and you're going to get great ratings. The best rating, the best weekend ratings in DFW. Nobody cares about weekends, Let right? me go with Davey Lane. Incorrect. Oh. Fernando. Fernando. <laughs> me? No. Norm? Julie Dobbs. Good guess, but no. Is she I blind? thought this is mean stuff. Not that, to that this comment. Mean. It's, it's just this mixing is, it in. All right. Is it TC? No, he currently no. works here. Oh. I give up. George. Do you want to guess, George? Um, <clears throat> wait, wait. No, I'm kind of lost. I was looking at drops. Jerry's going to guess Wagyu. Is it Wagyu steak? DJ. It ain't me. It is not Danny. Okay. What do even you though guess, I might Jer? agree. Just leave your mic on. I already guessed Fernando. Oh. I just want to listen to you eat more. Yeah. Venus. Ty Walker. How do you think that? No. <laughs> Get the name of that person who sent that, please. It's from at T Walker. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on here. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the drops are just not <laughs> so great. Not he, has a, he has a solo show on the ticket on the weekends. Uh, it's a co-host. Again, he has a solo show. Wow, that's a shot at whoever he's hosting with. That's a shot right there that you don't know. Uh, Adam Levine. What's the guy's name? He looks like Adam Levine. (laughs) Eli Jordan looks like Adam Levine? Yep. Spit an image. Never never thought that before. All right, Norm, you ready? Yes. Blank. (laughs) Hold on, let me see. There's a higher chance of a mountain lion sighting in Denton County than blank winning picks with friends. Uh... That sounds guy. like a shot at Chubb to me. Whoa, nailed it. Damn. Norm's really good at this. Norm is good at this. I think he's just reading Reddit when he goes home. Or he's just Shut looking up. at my screen right now. <laughs> no idea how to get to Reddit. All right, let's move on to Georgie. Real. They're no. not showing up for the mix to eating through the f- whole first all-pro spot <laughs> to berating Tony, yeah, blank must be on his period or something. That's my man, Dan. That is Dan McDowell, the day that he yelled at Tony. <laughs> what? Over the Dancing with the Stars minute. I only drink in the afternoon or before a game or when Kelly's away. <laughs> sometimes you got to yell at people. <laughs> That's right. People need to be ripped sometimes. Totes. All right, let's move on. Sometimes to, you got to eat. What do we got? Like time How for much, one more? How much time we got? Ooh. One more? Let's do one more for all the money. Let everybody um, play. Yeah, everybody plays. So uh, first my person is <laughs> first person to get it wins. Okay, that yeah. works. Buzz in with your name. Yep, to win. Every, but his name is my name too. I'll be Dingu. Okay. Okay. We have it settled. Yeah, we're good. Everything is a bit except blanks sex parties. He definitely shows off the brownie batter Jer- boxer. George. <laughs> Jeremy Moran. <laughs> Is the winner of the game show? Yes, George has sex parties. Yes. No, Why didn't you tell us that, it's a George? Stupid bit that was started by Gordon and, and <laughs> some people carry that on. Yeah, there ridiculous. were a lot of comments. Is that about why you had to party? move out of Coppell? <laughs> yeah, that's why. <laughs> I had too many of those. Those complaints. Yeah, that happens. 
The friction sounds were just well, that too was loud. Great, DJ. All right, so oh, who gets for DJ? Wheel shot off next. <laughs> Scallops. Words. Who's hosting for the next two? Norm, are you ready? That'd be me. All right, give it give a time check. What a hit. It's uh, getting close to five. Now here is Danny Bayless. This your cold call, Danny? Yeah, do you mind dialing? Because we're not doing tickers today. We're just doing cold. Is this person famous? We're just doing Uh, cold calls. Yeah. Okay. I would say. Danny knows famous people. Have you teed him up? Or no? We'll find out. Hello? Hey. Hey. Who's this? It's Danny. Who's this? This is Rhett. This is Danny Bayless. Yes. This is Rhett Miller from the old 97s. Oh, wow. Thanks for picking up. (laughs) He is famous. What does it say when you're on the air, Rhett? Yes, don't cuss. This this is your friend Dan. Hi, Dan, and hi, Danny. And uh, I'm behind on the stream, but you guys are doing a pretty good job. That sounds pretty tepid there. (laughs) Tepid approval of what we're doing. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a little wheels off at moments. Mm-hmm. So that's the point of White Elephant Day. That's right. Hey, Rhett. Yeah, Danny. Say hi to Norm. Hey, Norm Hitzkus. Hi, Rhett. And that was an honest opinion about what's happening here. Good job. <laughs> oh, I love you guys. So I'm giving you the, all the benefits of all the doubts. Wow. Oh. This sounds very backhanded complimenty, would, though. Would you like to be our program director? <laughs> God, no. No, thank you. What are you doing? Are you rocking? You're a rocker. So you probably just woke up two minutes ago. Well, I just went. I had to go to the bank and pick my kid up from soccer, and then I'm cooking rice. But I do leave on tour tomorrow. I drive down to D.C., and I'm doing a gig in D.C. tomorrow night. Nice. That doesn't sound like the rocker I know, though. He's playing D.C. But he picked up his kid from soccer. I want to hear that he was just, you know... Yeah. Kick, kicked out of a hotel. Kid, yeah, he forgot to pick up his kid. Yeah, because yeah, of the heroin needle in his arm. Yeah, he yeah. didn't even know. He's sweeping up piles of cocaine from last night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's like uh, hurriedly trying to, uh, you know, he's rolling the uh, the dead body in a carpet and he's whoa, calling whoa. a friend to, to saw it up. Yeah. <laughs> you guys watch too much trash on TV. What? <laughs> no, we don't. Don't they, Rhett? That's not the, well, Rhett, even- the Rhett Miller I know. <laughs> Even Mick Jagger is randomly standing around outside of bars and, like, having a mambo taxi in Dallas. I mean, let's just demystify this profession. Rock stars are people, too, Dan. Oh, yeah, Dan. I don't want to hear that. So you figure we might bump into Mick at the Kroger soon? Maybe. And he'll probably be wearing a Jason Witten jersey so he gets a discount. <laughs> well, there you go. Cowboys. <laughs> All right, best. well, Rhett, give us a time yeah. check because we got to go. Uh, in New York City, it is 6 o'clock on the dot, but in Dallas, Texas, you're always behind. It's an hour earlier, 5 o'clock on the ticket. I love you, Rhett. Love you guys. Bye. Love Bye. you, Rhett. <laughs> oh, you do it. 
This is Sports Radio 96.7 <laughs> and 1310, The Ticket. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership. KTCK AM, Dallas-Fort Worth. KTCK FM, Flower Mound. A cumulus media station. Captain Dan McDowell has assembled his White Elephant Day troops. Thank you. With Colonel Norm Hitzkus, General Jub-Jub, Captain Doo-Doo Danny, and Sergeant-at-Arms DJ. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Let's not forget Jer. Sorry, Jer. You're I'm not in the line. I'm the royal food taster. Okay. Well, keep your mic on, though. No. Yeah. We need more Sound Jer. Norm. We need more Jer. No, we need more Jer because that's. Norm. We're swapping you out. So Danny's running the board? Yes. Yes, he yep. is. He's going to pelt us just like I He's did. trying to figure out the Google Translate thing. <laughs> Danny's running the board, and Norm. How's it going? What up? Norm is running the next two segments. Yep. Oh. And oh. I have uh, written. A poem for you guys. A poem. This poem is entitled, William Shakespeare writing for the Dallas Morning News right after finishing his work on Macbeth. Bringing it back to sports. (laughs) Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace. Sort of like the Cowboys running game. Or the lines on Jerry's face. Last year we stress. We stressed when Dak's ankle got broken. This year it's his calf. And this summer his shoulder. Oh, pray gods of football, what will be spoken? As our rain Dakota gets older and older. To the last syllable of time, and all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. KP's out again tonight with an injured knee. But please tell us if now it's his right or his left. Luca, oh Luca, you have so many tools. But year after year, you're surrounded by fools. We keep waiting and waiting for things just to click. You might not have loved him, but have you begun to miss Rick? Oh, Rick, I thought he was going to say. (laughs) (laughs) Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour on the stage. Like so, so many recent Rangers from whom we turn the page. Where's Ian and Nellie and for that matter, Gallo? For so many years, the farm system's been shallow. But at last, at last, we've begun spending cash. But often burned up ticket buyers Remember getting kicked in the ash. (laughs) Out, out, brief candle. Going five and seven, UT fans just can't handle. But no worries, Bevo brethren, if it keeps going bad. Word on the street is that Tom Herman can be had. And stop your giggling, Aggie fans. Going eight and four wasn't in your plans. And how, oh, how do you explain the shame? 
that the Aggies beat Bama and still lost four games. But now at the end, you all must know the truth. This is a tale told by an idiot, drunk on vermouth. For two decades, our sports history has best just been so blurry. For years... (laughs) Whoa! I hope I dumped that. Did that go over the air? I got it. (laughs) That was not a tribute to Norm's poem at all. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I thought maybe we could just hear it and it didn't go out over the air. Well, yeah, but I can't... (laughs) Oh, you do? Yeah. All right. Don't dump it a hundred times. You just gotta dump it once. Let's all calm down. I think we erased half of Norm's poem. <laughs> Do it again, Norm. The most shocking thing ever. <laughs> I like that he said, yeah, but... <laughs> I'm sorry, Norm. That was not a respectful way to have a post game on your poetry. Well, I'm sorry, Norm. There. Uh oh. Okay. Oh, wanna, thank you. That was nice. <laughs> I, I heard her voice recently <laughs> and it didn't all make it out on the air. Wanna tease ahead? What? <laughs> all right. Five oh six. This is the ticket. Do you still love me? <laughs> Go yes. to break, Do Trey. Do you still love me? Somebody's got a live spot. Well, let me tell you about Maestro Dobel Tequila. Okay, so we're just calling this the cold call, George? We didn't really yeah. play it out. All right, whatever, because we're not cold doing call. tickers today, if you haven't figured that out. But we need some a little content around that. We're calling friends here. Is so, this person pretty famous? Yes. Okay. I would Exciting. not call him a friend, though. Okay. <laughs> we'll let you do the talking, so you need to kind of talk your way through this. And if it doesn't work, do we have a backup number, or do we just bail? Try a backup one. Oh, I don't so have mom's that. up to. I don't have that ready. Oh. Get one ready, DJ. I'll get one ready. I'm gonna have to leave him a number or leave him a message. Okay. Is Rhett Miller like the only guy? Well, I, it probably said Cumulus. That's why he answered. Got one for you. Wait. Please leave your message for five. Okay, pulled up. There we are. Hey, uh, Quincy, this is Dan McDowell from the Ticket. Just calling you again. Called you on your birthday. Calling you back. We're all uh, just here. Just wanted to uh, wish you a happy holiday, man. Thanks very much. Thanks for your time. Bye, Quincy. Quincy Carter. That would have been cool. Yeah. You guys have become. We've done that a couple times. Haven't you? He's answered a couple times live. You want to try one more? This is. I don't think this person's been interviewed since somewhat abruptly leaving the Dallas Fort Worth sports scene. Okay. I'm sorry. 
but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Ah, okay, like mind. my 16-year-old daughter. All right, well, that's failed. Okay, all right. You want to try, uh, one, you wanna try one more? Goof around. Norm is always bringing we'll it, it back to sports during White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. All right, one. DJ's going to get to try one more of these calls. You want to? You want to try this one? Sure. It's All right. Yeah, calling I, I doubt he'll answer, but I have a number. And if it's the person you were telling us about, this person's pretty famous. Uh, it's not that person, but it's oh. similar. Okay. Yeah, likely won't. Let's see. The mailbox is full. Oh. I cannot accept any messages. I found that most people do not have a working voicemail. Either they don't know how to set it up, or they've let it fill up and you can't leave a message. Hey, George. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry about the forward question in the previous segment. That's but okay. seriously, want to bang one out. What does that mean? Like a typing. timeout? Typing. Oh, you bang on the typewriter. Oh, Typing sure, yeah. phonetics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smash me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, take it away, Norm. All right. Back to Norm. <laughs> well, I I don't know what the most famous call in the history of the ticket is. It wasn't I mean, one of those last three. No, no, it no, no, was not one of the last three. We tried. And we're talking not about success here. We're not talking about big-name people. We're talking about... Kip Kino. Thank you. That's exactly who we're talking about. Let me, for those who don't know, Kip Kano, let me background him. I first stumbled on this guy in 2001, 2002. He's an African athlete who upset Jim Ryan in the 1968 Olympics in the 1500 meters. It is the most famous Individual upset still in, in the history of the Olympics. Ryan was the American superstar that hadn't been taken down, down forever. And and changing his running style, Kano won the gold. He also set the Olympic 1,500 meters record that stood for 53 years. African gold. Yes. Now... He won four Olympic medals. That's still the highest by any individual African athlete in the Olympics ever. And then Kip started adopting children. He and his wife took in two boys, and then another, and a couple more, and then another, and soon they needed a bigger house, and then the operation got bigger and bigger. Using all of his international contacts <laughs> for money, Kip went everywhere in the world getting people to commit to his effort. All he took in was orphans. He built a school. He built an orphanage. Now there's Kip Kano High School. It's spectacular. The attendees are beautifully dressed. Say yes, sir, and no, sir. And they run from one class to another. His 
is a spectacular untold story. So, I wanted to tell the story. So I asked Frito, Frito. Mark Friedman, a.k.a. Frito Pie, to get Kip Kano on the phone. Now, understand, he's in, this is the early 2000s, and he's in the western part of Kenya, in the Great Rift Valley, in his city of Eldoret. Cell technology back then probably wasn't... Great. Well, that's what we're doing. We're calling him on his cell. That's what he asked us to do. And this was the call. Right here on the ticket. Put it on page 10. And... Uh, okay. It says Kip Kino. It's page 10. I'm glad we got Trey in there. <laughs> glad. <laughs> And uh, so, and again, do I need to come in there? Okay. Okay. I'll stand by. We're going to put Jer in there. I thought you were set, okay. Trey. How long did it take you to get a hold of him to set up the interview? Was that like its own process? Was that like oh, a yeah. matter of weeks? It, it took a couple of calls and, and missed calls and things like that. But we finally settled on a day. And so Frito talked to him. Yes. Now on, he's on hold. contact with a gentleman... Uh, that we have made contact with a gentleman that I'm looking forward to talking to. He's not there? Oh, what happened, Frito? Uh, just, if you would, tell me on the air what happened here. Kip, Kip Kino was just... Well, he was there, and okay. then we brought him up. Phone disconnected. Okay, let's go back and see if we can get his number back, uh, Frito. Joining us from Kenya on the Bob Steak and Chop House Hotline. Good morning to Kip Kino. How are you, Kip? Hello? Hello, Kip. How are you? Fine. That's fine. I, I hope you can hear us uh, in the United States. Uh, first of all, just a general congratulations on a magnificent athletic career. Yeah. Um, Kip, <laughs> at what point did you and your wife decide you would take whatever earnings you had and try to do something for the children of Kenya? I tell you, I can't hear you. Oh, that's a bummer. Kip, can you hear me now? Hello? Hello? <laughs> I can't hear you. Oh, my. Um, is that the end of the... The reception is bad. Okay. Um, Kip, can we try you right back? Uh, can you call me back later? Okay, we'll call you back. It is bad. I can't hear. Okay. Thank you, Kip. <laughs> We will try Kip Kino back. Frito, this is a guy we got to keep trying because his story is one of the most remarkable. Frito, good go. And I, I know dealing with Kenyan phone systems and cell phones in Kenya must be an adventure. Um, we'll, we'll try giving a call back when he can do it from a landline. How's that? Okay, good. In fact, why don't you why don't you try <laughs> right now to call him back? <laughs> set it up and like right ask now, him Frito? when he'll be on a landline. <laughs> okay, okay. The reception is bad. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so so we're got... we're so meta. Us doing that, coming out of the break, yeah, and then having this to play, like it's amazing. This has uh, never been done before on White Elephant Day. Perfect. Yeah. You know, it took us ten years before I got him on the phone. You did not wow. call so, him right back. Well, we we tried, and the, there was no answer, and you know. The, Anyway, now for all the Hello? people, the P1s on the edge of their seat for the story, did you ever and just tell it yourself, or did you say, 
I had to have him to tell the story. No, I wanted him to tell the story. Okay, so you had you made everyone wait a decade. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> did and you go we, back to cowboy talk, or what did you do? Yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah. I can't hear you. Because that's like the worst fear. You have this planned, and I'm sure you had great questions. He has this amazing story. Then you can't get him on, and you got nine minutes left. So then what? You go to break. Pro Bowl? Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I go Pro Bowl. In the uh, Pro Bowl or, oh. tomorrow. <laughs> Were you running the board at that point? I was. Do you have fond memories of Kip Kino? And I remember just Frito the sheer around? panic as we're trying to figure out what the heck was going on. Do you remember what he did next? Um, well, I'm such a pro. I'm sure I he think just he canceled the it. show and we went to network for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I assume we just went to breaking down the Cowboys secondary or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping someone? Yeah, yeah, everybody needs to be ripped. <laughs> yeah. You know, given what we know about the phones now, is it possible that we were the problem there in that Kip Kino call? Hey, he was DJ. perfectly fine. Uh-oh. <laughs> yes? George keeps blowing me off. You want to throw a leg on this? <laughs> <laughs> throw a leg on this. Yeah, actually, I'm good for that. All sure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> George's leftovers. So fast forward, you're now doing a documentary Sweet. on him. Yeah, we're working on a documentary. We wound up... You became friends. You became friends, yeah. I mean... We we call him every few weeks, and he calls us at times. And you want to try he, it here? He's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're doing cold calls. Hey, come on, we're doing cold calls. He's now eighty. It's important in sales. Good point. Three or eighty-four years old now. If you look him up on Wikipedia, the birth date on Wikipedia is wrong. He's actually three years older than that. Um, but but. The story's just amazing. Now it's the number of orphans he's taken in and fully educated. In other words, he take them in even sometimes as one-year-olds and two-year-olds. Takes them all the way through the education system. That number's, I think, over 700 now. Wow. They're scattered all over the world. Kip's kids are on every continent except Antarctica. That's amazing. Yeah. I think the documentary thing is really interesting, too. I would not have the patience to do that. That's a lot of work. To make a documentary? Yes. To or gather to, all to that, adopt to write it. To, kids. You know, well, 700 kids would be tough, too, but to do a documentary, that is a tremendous undertaking from research. Then you got to get someone to edit it, fund it. Shoot the whole thing. Shoot yeah. it. Yeah. We've been to make Kenya. It look good. We've been to Kenya twice. We got about 40 hours of footage. Um, we need to make one more trip. And then, quite honestly, we're looking for an investor for that you last find one. You're part born. of the documentary. You know so many people will invest in that. Um, Are you going to be like the director? Are you going to make the calls yes. on yeah. well, what's in not, and what's out? No, that. You have a casting couch? <laughs> he makes a joke out of everything. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. damn Dan. Dan. You make a joke out of everything. Damn everything. <laughs> we if got that. Danny's running the board. He just uh, played that drop. <laughs> I don't appreciate that. Hello? Hello. <laughs> when do you think you'll complete the documentary? I don't know, George. We we keep looking for the the person or people to fund the last We now go into the process of Oh, by the way, we've got to buy Olympic footage. You've got to pay? Oh, George. You'd triple mortgage that new lake house. What's a ballpark for, seriously, 
the funding you're looking for? Is it like a half a million, about, a million? No, probably about two fifty to three. Okay, it is not two hundred. <laughs> he does hey, not Dan. make well. Oh wait, yes, Danny. Is this segment over yet? No, just hang on. What were we saying, Norm? I was just going to say, Mary and I actually funded the first two trips to Kenya for yeah, everything. I'm horny. The film crew and things like that. But hey, the, the wonderful thing is meeting this unbelievable fellow. Yeah, who's just. By the way, the but back, we have people like that in the world. Well. He was orphaned himself at three years old. Mm-hmm. You need people and, to counterbalance me. Yes, and me. Yeah, and chair. <laughs> and Danny. I'm not for doing sure. anything. Yeah. <laughs> We're not doing anything. I'm good. not helping the world out. <laughs> no, We're not. Well, this is the best. Do you have the? Um, how long would it take to find? Because I don't remember the conversation that was going on at the time when you did get mad at Dan for the schedule for human beings. <laughs> <laughs> what was that over? That was that was Norm talking about what time is a college football game going to start? Yes. Remember that, Dan? People, Norm. Oh, I remember it well. We play it in the open a lot. Yeah, um, I was just I was just complaining and I was I was mad. No, I'm almost jumping on your side now that I have a kid in college and I travel to See, games. You want to go <laughs> a human being going it's to It's kind a of game. a beating to uh, have yeah. to make a flight 2 months out <laughs> and uh, you have zero idea what time the game is. But it is called the way it is. But the thing about that argument, mm-hmm. the Norm versus Dan, uh, the one time Norm and I have ever had cross, uh, got crossways, I believe that that was nine eleven. You were it was actually nine eleven, two thousand whatever. It was the one know. year anniversary. Was 9/11. it the one year? Yeah, okay. So like on that. the one year anniversary, you were ranting about something. Uh, that had to be changed, and and you couldn't stand it. And I had just walked in into the middle of it, and didn't understand, and thought at first, you know, this was a heartfelt something to do with nine eleven, and it and it wasn't. So <laughs> then I proceeded to uh, ridicule you a bit. But that's that was, I've changed a lot. I've noticed since that time. Well, I don't think Norm an inside job. I don't think Norm Stop. did notice. I've noticed. You've noticed that change. Oh changed. yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's changed. Yeah. changed a lot over the last few years. A lot. So I guess Cray Trey didn't find it. Or, I don't know if they actually looked. Oh. Sorry, think, George. I don't think he was okay, looking. I was just he was just, hey, no, I'll go get it. No, he's no, you don't have take to. Take back your Venmo money. I think I am. I was going to give him cash. I was. I've already given him the 20. Is that I haven't asked him to do anything. That's the, Well, he had to play a couple breaks for me. But outside of that, that's all I've asked for. if you look up schedule, you'll find it in there. Schedule for human beings. You know, Jer, a lot of people enjoy making fun of your labeling system. Yes. I'm trying to find out, because I'm traveling that day, what time the kickoff is on Texas and OU. Um, TV doesn't have a time for it yet. This is television doing this. Make up your minds and set a time. This is fan abuse. These are the flat bleeping idiots on television who will not set a time. This is ludicrous, and the people at ABC should be ashamed of themselves. Come on, Norm. Thank you. Settle down. What if you find out next week? Hey, Dan, there are people who fly in for this game. I would like I to check know. that. What if it's 2.30? How many people are flying in? If the game's 2.30, Dan, you make Good a joke old. out of damned everything. This is serious. <laughs> okay, you don't, Norm. You don't see right, some okay. people getting screwed by Let's this? Settle down. You You're don't gonna, be, hold on. You're going to see some people being screwed. Hold on. Well, Dan, you're mocking the damn thing. Yes, I am. 
And Dan, uh, listen. This is fan abuse. You're acting like you starting to talk about 9-11 or something. And <laughs> you're yelling at me that I make a joke out of damn everything. And this is real serious. It's a freaking college football schedule, Norm. It is a it's schedule for human beings. difference. You're asking for human beings. And then you're going to yell at me like I'm somehow trampling on some sacred it's ground. Like I shouldn't mocking. have mentioned anything. It's because you mock it. I'm not mocking it so much as I'm mocking your passion over this particular incident, Norm. TV runs so let's the college just football take it the way it is. Yeah. Let's not object to it. What are you going to do? Well, one thing you can do is yell at them. Aggie or <laughs> whoever. And Texas and Oklahoma <laughs> should get off their asses and do something about this. Why? Oh, damn. Dan, why? why? Because maybe they have fans who'd like to make plans, Dan. Did you ever think of that? Nice. Okay, did you so, ever consider so the fan who'd like to make plans? They do it, like you said, they do it all the time. It's called the way it is. Wow, I forgot that. That was that. awesome. Wow. I forgot that line was at the end of it. We quote that all the time. It's kind yeah, we of the need way more, it is. We need fun mixes like that. How come yeah, we don't do that spirited anymore? Spirited mixes. Now we just walk in. Maybe that's ought to be, yeah, that ought to be it. Someone does a commentary. And I then think if you Donovan has it, mellowed you out too much. Donovan has changed you. Yeah, Norm's changed. Yeah, it's, I don't think you've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you changed, man. <laughs> all right, someone do a time check. It is 5.29. What? 29.30 on the ticket. Right. I was looking at that clock. Eatsies. For Dan. Yeah, you got Eatsies. Actually, we don't, Trey. I'm looking at this no, right now. Uh, Let's uh, keep the music down. And I tell you about SodaWeightLoss.com. It's... You're a fine girl. What a good lad you would be. Such a fine girl. Come to the ticket booth for be Thank you, E-Brake Man, or Out of Brake Man. E-Brake Man. Is it cool to meet E-Brake Man? Yeah. You're I've on seen White him before. I think I met him at... Ticket uh, Stock. S- uh, yeah. Was Were you wearing that bash, costume? It was Ticket Stock. I was, and then he- I asked George if I could have permission to do some bird dog songs, and he was like, hell yeah! Yeah, no one else <laughs> plays it. Might as well. <laughs> oh, come on, George. Man. Did you do what? the whole skiing thing? That's I did. True. I did the... I believe it was... We were talking about... Was it Utah, or... <laughs> something. <laughs> something. Something. It was, it was a dance. You, you ended up still skiing. <laughs> so we've uh, switched switch gears here. So Jub's hosting for a couple. Yeah. Or leading a couple segments. Yeah. DJ is on the board. DJ Ringenberg. He knows how to work it. He does? The board, yeah. He's been a board op? Mm-hmm. Okay. He understands all that. Basically an expert. looking stuff. <laughs> oh, he's... He's a, so that means Jer has Jer is playing musical chairs. He has to go sit in everybody's empty chair. So he'll sit in uh, DJ's chair. I'm leaving a present in all of them. And uh, he's eating uh, an extra piece of uh, Wagyu beef, I think, in each one, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So great. He's uh, enjoying food today. like food. Yeah. Food is good. So. What's up? All right. So it's me? It's you. So where You're do we stand on... Um, happy White Elephant Day. Happy White Elephant Day. It's been a fun day today. I've been listening all day long. And we talk about Christmas songs a lot on the morning show. I know all the shows do. I think they even mentioned them a little bit this morning. Like, this is a real contentious song on the morning show. I was never a Wham fan, but I still think be interested to get Danny's thoughts on this. Structurally, Sorry, everybody. I always like this song. I just do. Um, I don't know. A lot of people hate it. It may be one of those Christmas songs that drives you absolutely crazy. And I have found in the last couple of years, like around Christmas time, 
It wouldn't be unusual for me to listen to Christmas music driving home for 30 minutes or so. But I'm so beaten by the same song repeated over and over. It's, you know, it's like, I swear they go with a rotation of about 19 or 20 songs, and they just pelt you with them to the point where this song still, I, I'll, I'll keep it on, but most are an immediate punch out, and I've just what do you think burned of the, out on them. What do you think of the group that does the Christmas song Money Grab? Like, is it the kinks that do I want you to want me? No, that's Cheap that's Trick. Cheap, cheap trick. trick. Sorry, I want you to want me. I have no problem Have you heard, it. I want you for Christmas, I need no. you. Like, it's just a ripoff. No. So I bought it because I liked it. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, I just fell victim to the money grab. They I just have no problem took one of their regular songs, they put the word Christmas in, and then they re-released it and sold it to a bunch of suckers I'm like me. I'm all for it because at least that's a new Christmas song, you know? It's not the same one yeah. with the same artist. I'll even take a reboot of an old song if it's a new artist, because at least it's a different take on it. That's it's another the money grab. Thing. The thing I like about this is, unless you're listening intently to the lyrics, it just sounds like wham. It doesn't yeah. sound like they're trying to do a Christmas song. Yeah. I don't hear a bunch of sleigh bells. No. And, no. You know, all that crap. <laughs> I gave you my heart. <laughs> <laughs> do you have a favorite classic? Or you're just of so modern by ones, all the of modern ones. This I think this really is my favorite. Okay, um, I like uh, "Baby Please Come Home" by when U2 does it. I know it's an old '60s song, but and, and there's several. Because I'm a Jingle Bell Rock but it's, guy. It's weird, yeah. And, oh man, see that, that's one that? that that kind of beats me a little yeah, bit. You'll hear the dun dun dun, and then you out a punch. And I hate that about myself because to me that was part of the holiday season. You go look at lights, you put on Christmas music, but I swear. No offense to these stations that are doing this 24-7 now, and I guess they go to it, what, right after Halloween? Is Pretty that much. So yeah. early now. Yeah. But, um... There's yeah, got to be a satellite station does it all year. All year? Not, I'm just guessing there is. Well, I don't know. Maybe there is. Could you imagine working in a department store around this time of year, and you just hear the same holiday songs Man, you, for an eight or nine hour shift? You probably tune it out. You think? Yeah. Aren't you one of those, Danny, that can't tune it out, How long have you been married? Though? 35 years. You know how to tune things out, right? Oh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> All right. Point made. Okay, uh, what I see what you're saying now. Yeah, I get it. What do you think of Alvin and Chipmunks? <laughs> love them. Okay. It's one of the things I love about Dan. We're going to talk about all the things we love about Dan here in the next segment. You do love the Elvis Christmas album, though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh. I like a lot. Of, yes. Blue Christmas the is one, solid. Yeah. White Christmas is fantastic. Yeah, anytime the Beach Boys, the Beatles, Elvis do yeah. a Christmas song, I'm, I'm in on it. And I can probably stick with those. Now, this is another divisive one on the morning show. The Paul McCartney simply having a wonderful Christmas I just think time. it's a bad song. Yeah, I heard yeah. Craig say yeah. that earlier. Yeah, Gordon hates Gordon it. Hates Craig it. and I like it. I'm not against it. I think the sequence is what just fries Gordo. It does. Doesn't his Christmas song and John Lennon's Christmas song really identify the differences between those two? A little bit. Like, yeah. this is just upbeat, cheery. It's just a yeah. tune. And John yeah. Lennon's is about Real serious. War yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Peace yeah. on her. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, am I the only one, though, that's totally kind of turned on holiday music? Or do you guys still enjoy that every holiday season? Spending some time with it. Having a kid now, in the last couple of Christmases when we were expecting last year and then okay. this year. Man, it's just, it's come back. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with good. it. Yeah, because... Uh, 
Audrey loves the season and loves playing the music, you yeah. know? So I'm, it's not that bad. It's, yeah. it's a lot better than I than I thought it would be. Well, that's be. good. That makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Have any of you guys turned on the burning Yule log on TV that they play Christmas music and just that I've shot seen I've hours. seen the scene I haven't done it. The fireplace channel on Netflix. That seems sad. I mean, yeah. For, for <laughs> you people don't have that a fireplace. Are, poor and yeah, you don't just... have a fireplace, but they can afford Netflix. <laughs> just cancel your Netflix and, you know, priorities. Yeah, just finance it. <laughs> See, Gordo and I talk about it all the time. It would be great if you wrote a Christmas song and it took off somehow. And, it, man, that would be incredible Huge. mailbox money. Have you written one, Danny? Have you tried like it's a like serious a kid's, one? It's Long like a time kid's ago. book, right? Yeah. Because that's right. They wrote, you know, it's always for kids. So yeah. there's always new kids. It's always going to be. You there. always have a new audience. So. Yeah. You yeah, did try to write Christmas. one? Or no, you, I did. I did and yeah. recorded and released it. And I, for whatever reason, a few years back, I quit paying my dues on Spotify. So it got pulled on all the, the platforms. Oh, man. I but got I wrote a, a, ser- a real serious Christmas song. So if you're yeah, an artist, yeah. you have to pay dues? Well, you pay a fee to make sure that your uh, material is on all of the digital platforms. So it can be distributed, and this yeah. one particular just, song, I just just kind of pick up work that you got about it, and, with. and yes. it wasn't that big a deal to What's me. What's a ballpark on that? It's not that much. It's, it's not that much. Yeah, it's now, just a, now, if you get paid, if you get played, you will get paid. But that's the thing we we put one out too. It's like a hundred dollars a year to have or something like yeah. that to have it on Apple Music. To put and your all Bird that Dogs stuff. album on, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not that much. Wait a minute, isn't that the Opposite direction from payola plugola. Well, they take care of all the work, and then the theory is that it's going to play on all these streaming services, and then you'll get residuals if, or promote for you know. So if you sell an out, al- yeah. if you sell a song on Spotify, mm-hmm. what do you get? Point zero zero three cents, something like per that. Spin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you're but getting I mean, you know a, a billion or you know hundred million spins, that that adds up. If you're like the bird dogs and get 12 to 24 spins a year, that doesn't do, that doesn't no, do much. Do you get a check every year from Spotify? I get. Uh, I did mine through CD Baby, so about four times a year I get paid, but it's not you much. You get a check for like $4.28? No. Yeah, what's your biggest check? Uh... Three figs? I think they. I think they pay. They pay more. They, they don't pay until you hit a hundred dollars until they owe you a hundred. Yeah, yeah. And then they'll write you a check. Yeah. yeah. So that could be every three months. It could be every eight months. Just depends. Okay. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I would still. I'd like to try another one. I, I like the one that we wrote, and it gets played a little bit by a couple of the local stations. And I've had reaction from P ones that hey, I listened to it, and that's cool. Because What's it I, called? It's called Lights. Yeah, you've never heard of it. No one's ever heard it. That's okay. I'm going to buy it. Okay. Look it up and buy it. I, I bet Wolanski under... will play it. He does. He, yeah. he plays it on he, Christmas Eve. I think Eve. he's played mine a few times. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's under my name instead of the Bird Dogs, if you want to look it up, so we can get that point zero zero three rolling in. Um, but I found this amazing. Some people are really talented, and they do a lot of different things. Tony Romo does everything. He's... He was an accomplished football player. He was um, golfer. a golfer, kind of a professional golfer. Now, he, gets to play, he gets to play in professional golf tournaments. Now he's an announcer. And you've probably seen those YouTube videos where he gets up on stage and like sings with the band. You, you've seen those. We used to play. Yeah, what's a Steel Panther or whatever? When he's metal school or yeah, yeah, metal yeah, yeah, or yeah, something that's it. like that. Did you know that Tony Romo has a band? 
And apparently, just as we were having this discussion about holiday songs here the last few minutes, he has okay. <laughs> he's put together a band, and they've put out a Christmas song. It's a cover. I don't think he, he well, I know he didn't write this. This is a song that's about 60 years old or so. But he's put together a band. I don't know who plays drums, but he's got Michael Irvin on bass and <laughs> okay. Dale Hansen on rhythm guitar and backup <laughs> vocals. Oh and they have oh they have put out a Christmas song, and here you go. I think we're the first station. I do. We are? Okay. We are the first station oh, to play you, this. You just got confirmation? I just got confirmation okay, from Jer. I was Jer. just checking. Yeah. Jer was just uh, confirming it. So I didn't say anything. Here you go. The Tony Romo Band, the debut here on the ticket. Hi, this is Tony Romo. I like to say the name Jim a lot. I'd like to wish you Merry Christmas. And I have a Hall of Fame wide receiver and a retired scat singing sportscaster so here we go jim here we go <laughs> it's christmas jim could um you please come home oh here we go jim oh here we go christmas. Snow's coming down christmas. i'm watching it fall christmas. lots of people around jim christmas. could you please please come home Church bells in town. They're ringing a uh, song, Jim. What a happy song, Jim. Oh, Jim, could you please come home? We're singing Deck the Halls. It's not like Christmas at all, Jim. I remember when you were here. All the fun we had last year. Christmas. on the tree. I'm watching him shine. You should be here with me. Could you please come home? Jim, please come home. Please come home. Jim. Jim. Sing and get the home. It's not like Christmas at all. I remember when you were here and all the fun we had last year. Oh my God. No! Got to remember when I was on that one. Mm. Oh. 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 Here we go. Oh, boy. Oh, Jim. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> Super Bowl, but it's not Christmas at all. No. I remember when you were here back at Chevrolet, and uh, well, all the, all the fun we had back here. If I had my way, I'd hold back these uh, tears. But it's Christmas Day, and Christmas is for kids. That's right, Jim. Ha, 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 ha. Please come home. Jim, 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 please come home
So you thought I was lying, wow. but Tony Romo has a band now, and there they are. Their debut. Look, happens to be a Christmas song. Tony, phenomenal in that track. Incredible. Michael Irvin, <laughs> just holding it down. But the unsung hero is Dale Hansen. Scat singing Dale. Non-stop with... <laughs> he sounds like my eight-month-old. Holy crap, How Muppet-like is that? That is freaking brilliant. <laughs> That was uh, uh, that was Steve Gadd on drums, right? Oh yeah, that's yeah, who it yeah, was. yeah, yeah. I thought you was. Yeah, yeah. either him or Keltner. I'm, I wouldn't sure. Yeah, and thanks to Cabin Cut Kintner. Studios and Argyle mm. and Shea Taylor and Doctor Thunder for helping out with that presentation. Wow! So there you go. It's awesome. All right, let's talk about how much we love Dan <laughs> next. That's the sponsor for this call, or what? Yes, sir. What is this? Uh, what are we hearing here, Trey? It's the Carpenters, Dan. Unreleased. Random phone call. Trying to call someone famous that you'll recognize. Will they answer? That's the thing. And if they don't, do we just bail? It's up to you. You're the captain. Oh, man. I don't like... Brett Miller's the only guy that answers his phone, isn't he? Let's call Red again. Please leave your name, number, and a brief message. Why do people hate us? At the tone, please record your message. Did you recognize that voice? No. Recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Hey, uh, Gilbert Gottfried, this is uh, your friends at the uh, the Ticket in Dallas. You've been on the station a couple times before, and we're just, uh, just uh, calling to wish you happy holidays. If you want to call us back, you can go ahead and do so. It's... 888-787-1310, but you don't need to. Uh, we just wanted to wish you happy holidays, and uh, uh, go Gilbert. You're the best. Yeah, you are the best. Thanks, man. <laughs> Why are they calling me? This is Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Broadcasting live you might have recognized the that voice. Energy Mothership. <laughs> you have to go listen, AM, listen back to it. Okay. KTCK FM Flower Mound, a cumulus media station. We've mixed and matched all the ticket guys, and this is the best we could come up with? Pretty much, yeah. The best. It's White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. Time for Funica on White Elephantica. Tony Ben Wanaka, Steel Drill Trucker Wanaka. Yay, it's E Brake Man. Didn't he steal your truck? I don't know. And it's 557 <laughs> on the ticket. This is White Elephant Day. Tony Romo stole your truck. <laughs> He's using related bits. Yeah. I loved it. Bits. I loved it. I love E Brake Man. Um, yeah, hopefully everyone's had a good day today, a fun day. You know, I do know some P1s that this really puts their world upside down. <laughs> you know, they're just in such the habit of either driving home from work, listening to you guys, or having lunch with, you know, the Hang Zone or Norm and Jake, or they're driving to work or whatever. But most P1s absolutely love this day because it's so out of the ordinary and it's so weird as you've heard <laughs> certainly in the last uh, three hours it's been pretty weird since we started at three 
But uh, we were drafted by Dan McDowell. We are in Team Dan. And I thought we'd do a segment here on our captain. First of all, thank you for drafting us. I'm sorry if we've disappointed you, if we've let you down. If you had, like, big dreams that this was going to be, like, the best show ever, I mean, I, I think it's going pretty well. I kind of feel it, like it has. I, I, think it's been, I love it. I think it's been great. I've had a great time. The only thing I, I feel bad about is I think I slotted Danny, and he doesn't like the slot he got. I thought we'd be ending big. No, he likes I've it. I've come to terms with it. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, yeah. I just... I, I did a therapy I, Zoom in the last break. I'm like okay I've, now. Right. I'm yep. out on those roadways at 6 o'clock, and it's, it, they're packed. So Yeah, especially like, in the holiday season, because people are shopping. Right, people shut are up. People are out. People be shopping. Man, I feel terrible. Man, be shopping. Right. We got a Danny song coming up here, six ten, right? Yes, sir. All right, stay stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, I hope I hope we've answered the call for you. We've tried for you, and I have to say, and I'm serious when I say this, I was very excited to hear that I was on your team because when people ask me, and that's one of the cool things about White Elephant, some of us like I never see Danny ever, and none of us have really seen each other during the pandemic. We just haven't. We've all been going different places either the bunker or dan's garage or you guys have been up here the hard line's been mm-hmm. up here more than the rest know, of us no one else has been up here no one else has been up here so except cat <laughs> so the last couple of years white <laughs> elephant at least to me is taking on new meaning it's great because we get to be around each other more and it's fun it's fun to get out of your comfort zone work a different time fun to do bad things it's fun to do bad things and and smoke been, with cigarettes yeah all that stuff that we've been doing <laughs> But no, <laughs> DJ's on the board this second. Hell yeah. But Dan, I knew we were going to have a lot of bits today because that that is Dan. Dan loves bits. And I mean this. When people ask me, who do you like being around the most up at the ticket? I always say Dan McDowell. But That's at the same time. crap. No, I'm serious. But at the same time, I seem to run into a lot of people that Dan kind of. I don't know, turns the other way. He's kind of like, yeah, what about that McDowell character? Dan's great. Dan's great to be around. And he's funny, and I really do think, and I've told you this before, and you probably don't, you don't care, or you don't, maybe you don't even remember it, but I've always told you, I think you're the funniest guy at the ticket. I really do. And I enjoy being around you, and I'm glad I'm on the team today to try to make you laugh. And I think we've done that maybe a couple of times. It's I don't know. hard to make Dan laugh. I think, yeah, he like, doesn't like always really show bust that he's, out, uh, laugh out loud. Yeah. Now he will, he'll show it in his face, yeah, and he'll kind of back off the mic and just smile real big. But yeah. to get Dan to guffaw, yeah, that's it's tough. Not, it is pretty tough. You know who else is he, like that? Is Dave Lane? Yeah, Dave Lane. It's really hard to get that guy to just laugh. Corby, yeah. you can just look at him funny, yeah, and he'll crack up. Dan has this little chuckle. Yeah, yeah, full laugh. Uh-huh. He's got yeah. He's got this little <laughs> chuckle, right? Just but like now, six months later, he'll come up to you and go, "Hey, when you did that thing, the thing that you didn't think you got a great reaction to, yeah." Dan will still remember and go, "That was really funny. I, I think about that all the time." Or something we did on the show, he'll bring it up eight months later, and I've always forgotten about it. And so, yeah, he may not let you know at the time, but he does carry whatever bit that is with him. And spit it back at you at a very unlikely time. But no, I think you're um I think you're all about the bit, which I think is really interesting. And the other thing is, I think you're misunderstood too. Because I hear from again, not everyone. So you're saying a lot of people hate me. Yes, no, that's no, 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 exactly no. what that's you kind say. of what I'm, not, I'm feeling here. But I, I would say I don't think I don't think that's the accurate way to say it, but I would say as far as 
like negative reaction when people try to ask about, hey, what's everyone like up at the ticket? It seems like I get more negative feedback on you than any anyone else, and I don't really understand that. You seem like he was saying all this nice stuff, and then Dan, he was but like, I am. I want you to know that I go to bat for you, and I say, no, Dan is a great dude, and he's hilarious, and I love being around him. I think he's the funniest guy at the ticket, and he's the one who's always got his radar up, looking for comedy, and I think that's a that's a great attribute that you have, and maybe. More than, and I think the perception is too. Dan's real laid back, and but and Bob used to always tell me this too back when he was working with you that nobody works harder up here than Dan, and I think that is true. I think he spends a lot of time just thinking up stuff, working on you know bit ideas to carry him out on the air, and I, I think that's a misconception about you that because of your real laid back style of eh, you know, I mean, a show could be blowing up all around Dan, but. It's not because he didn't try or he didn't put a lot of thought into what that segment was. It just goes haywire, and sometimes he enjoys the chaos. And I think that's part of your genius that you like when things are just not quite, just a little off track. That's fine with you. Where everyone else kind of freaks out and like, oh, God, this is terrible. I think you look at it as an opportunity for comedy and, I don't know, tension, you know, that can, on-air tension, that can just be awesome. It's definitely from... The Andy Kaufman, Norm McDonald school of yeah of style yeah you know where to some it's cringeworthy but to me and people that like things that I like yeah I'm rubbing my hands I am too a- anytime those moments happen and Dan's involved I feel like he's just the wizard just going <laughs> yeah all right here's another thing you probably well, I appreciate don't know. this because it feels like I'm at my eulogy. Well, shouldn't you know what they you say? The, they say yes, this yeah. when people are dead. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them when they're alive. That's what I'm saying. Alive. I appreciate. Yeah, it. I, I wanted appreciate, to say this while yeah. you're alive. My, I swear to you, my my favorite part of the ticket has always been the first 15 minutes of whatever show you're on. Bad wow. Radio Now, the Hang Zone. Yeah, I love that. I love how you start a show and it's just free form. Yeah, yeah. kind of free form and just kind of a guy walking out on stage and kind of looking around at everything and. <laughs> Acknowledging the at? fact that the app still doesn't have their show name right. I think the, all of it. Your camel joke a couple of weeks ago, I'll always remember that. It's hilarious. You are a funny, funny guy. Funny, funny guy. And um yeah, I'm just I'm giving you a, a segment of shine because I wanted you to hear these things. And I wanted P ones to hear it too, because I think that there I think there are people out there that have a, a misconception of you that you have been able to do something I think is really hard, and we've all gone through it. I've struggled with it since I've been here at the ticket. How do you separate what's on the air from your everyday life? Dan doesn't care what he says. I mean, he will say things that I would never get away with at home. That's another reason why you're my champion, that I was like, God, that's so funny. I wish I had the guts to say that. And he can say it because his wife knows he really doesn't feel that way about or Most she knows that comments. he does yeah. really feel that way, and she doesn't care. Yeah. Or she just doesn't listen, because she used to, for real, when uh, the kids were real babies. Yeah. And her circle of friends would listen and say things. And... <clears throat> no, she would listen. Oh, okay. And she'd be like, blah, 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 and i go, look, you know, hold the hand up, and if if you don't listen... Like, do you think I really believe that, what I said, or whatever? And she go, I, I don't know. And I go... How about if you just don't listen? Yeah. Do not tune in. Yeah. Live. And she hasn't tuned in since... Uh, there are other drops in there. 
In the, oh, wow. wow. Jerry, oh, passive aggressively. Jerry, uh, trying to have DJ. fun with Dan. Yeah, this, this is the lightest yeah, segment she, here. She seriously doesn't listen. We can roast DJ at 6 But so I can yeah. say all those things that I really do uh, mean. And around my house, we crack up at that stuff all the time about some of the things you say. And I can't believe you. I said, trust me, he does not. That's just Dan being Dan. She got kicked out of a mom's group because of me. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, she was in a neighborhood mom's group. Have you told this story before? Uh, yeah, I've mentioned a time or two All right. that she, but because it, it was a long, long time ago when they were just babies. So she meets with, I don't know, you know how ladies are. They do all this stuff you would never do. <laughs> so she's in a, they would meet every week to let the babies mingle with each other. Yeah, and like play, play socializing yeah. infants. Yeah. yeah. And then she apparently got kicked out shunned because of uh, stuff you were saying. Well, I think we did a, a segment on. Because one of those articles came out about uh, the stay-at-home mom should actually make $263,000 a year if you add up all the things they do. And so, you know, we did a segment. Dan itemized it. Kind of breaking it down. <laughs> like Dean didn't kill himself. Like, really? He did a spreadsheet. Yeah, like, come on. You Laundry know. really worth that? You're going to go 130000 on that? I don't think so. Well, yeah. It's, the, great. I mean, it's a great bit. But the whole bit is, you know, when we go home, we're, we it's uh, time with our kids. Right. You're being a father. Right. But if they're spending time with the kids, it's, oh, I'm raising the kid and yeah. I should be paid for it. Okay, no, I don't think so. doesn't work that way. <laughs> Can Sorry, I tell ladies. a story about you that I've never told on the air before? That's a very sweet story. Or do you yeah, want me this to... This is your bit. Okay. Hey, careful, George. No, this is I, a good... No, this... I, I thought he was about to tear up before... Uh, no, this is a good story. Talk. Because I hear this, too, about, you know, oh, well, so-and-so, is the, they're a great dad and this and that. And it may not be somebody that works at the ticket. And that same person may go, oh, you know, I don't know about Dan. I can't believe he's a father of girls and stuff like that. I think this was at a compound. I can't remember what it was, but I've seen Dan interact with his daughters before. He is a great dad. He is a great dad. And it was one of the sweetest things I ever heard. He was talking to, I've never even told you this, even off the air, but he was talking to one of his girls, and we're at the compounds, probably like day two or three or something, and he said, hey, yeah, yeah, how you doing? Oh, well, I'm doing great now because I'm talking to you. I was like, man, I've never said something like that to my kid. What a nice thing to say. What a great line. I don't know. He may have been talking to like a girl down the street or something right. like that. But I think it was his daughter. Or a no. hooker. <laughs> it was his daughter. And it was just, uh, you know, he plays. Here's the thing. He plays a part on radio that is absolutely hilarious. That doesn't mean that. He cracks that same joke around his daughters when they're eight and ten years old. He waits till they, you know, are sixteen or seventeen before sure. he throws down that kind of gold. <laughs> but no, I just think I just wanted to point out that I think there is a misperception of you, and I think you're awesome. And I was so glad to be on your team and be here today because it's been fun. Isn't this what white elephants so nice. really about, yes. George? Yes. I want to. Just to double down, just to admit that I I am I am a great dad, and the re, the way I prove that <laughs> is because I have refused to I will not watch a a uh, female porn star that has the same first name as one of my daughters. Oh, oh. George, unfortunately, Bob has not taken the same stance <laughs> after that. In audio. fact, I I uh, my wife. Uh, Kylie was the first choice for our first daughter, Uh huh. and I had to negate it because the only porn star I've met in person is Kylie Ireland. Oh, well. 
Yeah. She, uh, when I was in uh, Youngstown, there was a book that came out. She said she slept with Michael Jordan, and she told all about it. So we had her on the show, and we went out to her show and met her. <laughs> Imagine that. And then I'm years not sure later, that's correct. Years later, we were to have a baby, and my do- my wife said, "Kylie, it's my favorite name." And I said, "Can't do it because all I'll think about is Kylie Ireland." So that's well, how you're leveled I, with see, it. That's a great dad. That's a great dad. Yeah, you're such a feminist. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you keep doing you, Dan, because you're awesome. So that's why I'll never watch Stormy Daniels. You've been a great captain here today. I'll never watch because of little Stormy Daniels McDowell. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean? He's got a million of them. I know. He's got a million of them. He's hilarious. I love you, Dan. I think you're great. You're just, George, you're just echoing in words what I feel in my heart about Dan. That's right. Dan was so inspired, he wrote a song about you. I did. Love you so much. Like a month after I met him, I think. I'm in love with Dan. Yeah, that was a long time ago, back when I used to do songs, George. (laughs) Well, I hear we have a Danny song coming up next. That's what I hear. Wow. So, Danny? All right. The wheels are so off. So, do you want to save the... They have metal bats, too, which I didn't realize until I got there. Yeah. Should we do the thing now or save it? We'll save it. We'll save it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, DJ yeah, did the sponsor read, so that's good. That's all you got to get in. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Do you want me to take it? Yeah. But we're going to do the thing another time. The what thing, thing are you that I need about? your help with, we'll do that oh. another time. Oh, okay. This is all you. Here. I'm going to put yeah. this here then. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it went off. Bullets are flying. So on the board now. Yeah. Hall oh, of Famer Norm Hitchkiss. The legend. How in far has he fallen? <laughs> How long is his career? 50 years? 40-something? Since the 70s. Damn near. How long is that? 50-something now. Never been a board op until right now. I've I believe never that. pushed a button on this thing. <laughs> the entire <laughs> life. <laughs> never a drop? Never, <laughs> never flicked the bean, a, have you? Look at this. Oh look at this, gosh. dude. You can play what? part of the Soviet national anthem. <laughs> George, why are you standing up for this? I'm kneeling. (laughs) That's enough. That's enough. Okay. All right. You ready for this? I'm walking out because I saw Danny kneeling. Yep. (laughs) I'll never play in the NFL again. Um, Okay. So many years ago, I told the story about my pig and <laughs> that became a thing where bob's it's on page nine at, we don't need that we don't need it don't need it nope <laughs> everybody's heard it and if you haven't it's you look it up on your phone but it's taken on a life of its own where it's ended up on t-shirts and bob's using it to ask reading it word for word to nfl players at super bowl My media day has, and all that it's taken on a life i've of its sent own. it back to texters for politics there you go Maybe more than anything else, my pig yeah. has just gone viral. It's insane. It's yeah. become your signature. Pig. Yeah. So there's been <laughs> some pig. there's been some also Rand's miniature little soliloquy esque stories that I've told over the years that have become wannabes to my pig. One of them was a story, a very brief story that I told about um when I was living in Memphis, Tennessee. I was in kindergarten. My father, dad, Bill, was still in the picture. And one of his, he went on this kick and bought like four pairs of boxing gloves for me for Christmas one year. 
And he always <laughs> felt like it was a good idea that if I ever got in a disagreement or a fight or an argument with my friends, because I had a bunch of friends, we have a great little street that we lived on in yeah. in uh, uh, north northwest Memphis, and it was like that typical like leave it to Beaver neighborhood where all the kids played together, and invariably you know you're playing army or football or whatever, sure. and you'd get in a shoving match. My dad would take it upon himself to get out the boxing gloves and tell us that we needed to settle it like men <laughs> with boxing gloves. He was looking out the window just how waiting old? for it. Five <laughs> <laughs> or six. I was in. I was only there for preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. So we were there in Memphis for three years, and I told the story about. This one day when I was boxing with a buddy of mine that was like four years older than me and kicking the crap out of me and a girl that lived across the street that I went to kindergarten with invited us, told us that she wanted to bring us to her backyard and show us something. And I told the story and it's become a drop and it's been replayed a million times. And Craytray, you can fire the drop off here. Me and my friend were boxing in my front yard. And this girl that I went to kindergarten with was lived about three houses down, came over, invited us to her house, and said she had something to show us in the backyard. We followed her. She went through, and we stood out by her side yard with the fence closed. She pulled her panties down, squatted, and made mud right in front of me and my friend, and pulled her panties back up, and we stood there and looked at it. And then my friend poked it with a stick, and then we went back home. <laughs> True story. The strangest story I think I've ever it, heard. It See, was, it the was, reason, though, your stories get they, viral. They sound like an insane man or, no, or but an it's insane a, child you telling You have this them. cadence yeah. where yeah. you hang me, and then i got to hear the <laughs> next part. You know, yeah. like, then it stops, and you got to get to the next I know, I know. I sound like, I sound like a, a guy with a mental defect or something. No, it's wonderful. Tell a story. Why has anybody ever dated me? It's amazing. <laughs> I'm actually not a dumb person, but God, when I I sound like the biggest moron on the air, especially when I'm telling a story like that. So no. anyway, for Christmas this year, it's not really a Christmas song, but it is for Christmas. I wrote a song and I wanted to put that experience into lyrics and music, okay? But I also with Dan McDowell as our captain, I wanted to do it in a style of music that Dan is a big fan of, and that would be the 70s AM gold, soft rock, easy listening, the stuff you might hear on KEOM, right? Right. So I had, about a month ago, I just had this idea, this chorus that just kept playing over and over (laughs) in my head. So I sat down probably three days ago, and I started from scratch in my studio at home and started working out an arrangement for this tune, and I finished it this morning at home, and I... I wrote the wrote the whole thing, arranged it, and played all the instruments on it. And uh, it took me five hours to do all this for a <laughs> wow. four-minute song. So here it is for Christmas for Dan and his favorite style of music. The story about my kindergarten doo-doo girlfriend. <laughs> the song called When She Made Mud. <laughs> Crank it up.
She showed us both that day. Yeah, we poked her poop with a stick, <laughs> but we never really felt that sick. As I looked into her eyes, I watched it fall from between her thighs. Oh, poked her poop with a stick, it hit the ground like a brick, and I knew I was in love. We're not even halfway done with the song. No, we're not. (laughs) She walked us to the side yard, and we stood right there and stared. Then she lifted up her skirt and removed her underwear. (laughs) She made a funny face, then smiled and counted down from three. Was looking right through me. So we threw you with a stick. A little kindergartner's trick. As we looked into her eyes, we watched it fall from between her thighs. We poked her poop with a stick. Just walk away. Now I'm haunted by the image of a tiny brown turd. That's why we vowed to never say a word. <laughs> Until I brought it on air. of time that was so 70s soft yeah that was beautiful (laughs) that could have been 
It was Dan Fogelberg yeah, asked. Yeah, okay, that's who I was trying to think of. What a waste. I, I finished that you tune, are, and I'm like, man, that, that's kind of It's a great tune. Be a good song. You are it's unbelievable. Great. It actually is. I'm so glad Norm was on the board for that. Yes. I want to cover that. I want, Man, you could seriously. I want people to. I don't want you to rewrite it just yet. I want us to laugh about that yeah. song for a couple of months. Oh, but your poop with a stick. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> There's can, nothing to rewrite on that. It can never be rewritten. Gosh, man, it's so good. I want, that is a beautiful piece of music. It leaves people, nothing to the too imagination. Bad it's about a turd flying out of <laughs> the Keep backyard. The girl's butt. I just want people walking around all weekend with that hook in their head. I'm in there. Yeah. Yeah. We pooped poop with stick. I want that. I don't. That's beautiful. I now support my decision to make you go last. Nothing could follow that. Yeah, it can. Nothing could follow. No, oh you man, can. that's the greatest thing ever. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it. <sighs> Kindergartner trick. <laughs> what did Norm think about it? He's asleep. <laughs> I, Poke Norm with a stick. I thought if Danny did that in about four or five hours. That yeah. is amazing. <laughs> yes. It's incredible. It's, it's easier than it looks. Man. Your piano playing's getting pretty good. Yeah, you know, little MIDI controller and yeah. some, some sequencers and quantizers. <laughs> That's amazing. Killer chimes. <laughs> it's a glockenspiel. Unbelievable. Da- Danny. Yeah. If you took me into your studio at home, mm-hmm. no. lock the door <laughs> behind me. Mm-hmm. Would I die before I completed my first song? Yeah, yes. because if yeah, I'd probably just set the place on fire and <laughs> just die of smoke inhalation. <laughs> you know how to send it to break, Norm? Absolutely not. Trey? All right, yeah. Captain Dan McDowell has assembled his White Elephant Day troops with Colonel Norm Hitzkus, General Jub Jub, Captain Doo Danny, and Sergeant at Arms DJ. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310. The Robot Tick. Santa. it twice, maybe twice for the third time. Robot Santa. Alamo Drafthouse Cinemas are now open with a full menu plus beer, wine, and cocktails. The Hang Zone presents their high tea movie of the month, Lethal Weapon, tomorrow at the Drafthouse at Las Colinas inside the Toyota Music Factory. Join Watch us. the movie with Dan and Jake. Get tickets today at drafthouse.com. And this segment is brought to you by Rodeo Goat. Now, so, Danny. yeah, we have to make up for all the failed phone calls we made today. Okay. I thought they went pretty well. So, well, the ones that didn't well, reach anybody. Didn't. <laughs> yeah. So, we're going to try and uh, cover for that with Bit. It's in the Bit. This is a <clears throat> documentary from a documentary. This is a commentary that we got from, I don't know, some sports network. Oh, really? All right. Fire it up then, Trey. And now. It's time for People Need to Be Ripped, starring Tony Ragu of WSPR in Philadelphia, only on Westwood One. Hello again, folks. It's Tony Ragu, and yes, sometimes people do need to be ripped. Let's focus in on the Dallas Cowboys. (laughs) This team is pitiful. Don't tell me they beat the Saints last Thursday night. Everybody beats the Saints, especially when they have a fullback throwing the football. Oh, yeah, they they played without the head coach. He had COVID. Big deal. Bulletin. They didn't win anything when he was there. They lost three out of four when he was there. He's over there farting around allegedly coaching this mess. That can't hit an open receiver. They can't run the ball. They can't block anybody. 
The defense gives up big plays. Until further notice, the Cowboys suck, and this division is up for grabs. They're barely ahead of the football team, and they're just a few games ahead of the Eagles. Look at it this way. The Cowboys have Dak. The Eagles have Gardner Minshew. Give me Gardner Minshew! Eagles will finish ahead of the Cowboys. Book it. The Alice Cowboys. I can't call them Dallas with that D. Mark my words, football <laughs> fans of the Metroplex. <laughs> We've heard Super Bowl talk about the Cowboys this year. Are you kidding me? Super Bowl! The Cowboys has been 26 years. Not going to happen. Won't happen until Jerry's cold in the ground. This team sucks again. And that stadium ain't so great either. Terrible sidelines, artwork, stupid high school train horn, and even a worse mascot. This team is a joke. An insult to Tom Landry and Jimmy Johnson. And they suck again. One more thing, that halftime show with Luke Combs, that sucked too. <laughs> Cowboy organization, consider yourself ripped. I'm Tony Ragu. And that confirms Tony Ragu's hot sports opinions about the Dallas Cowboys. Only on Westwood One. We have to carry those things now? Confirms. We should have a second take on that. Couldn't carry the spots. (laughs) That was awesome. You're a genius, George. No, I'm not. That's just something we had to carry from the network. (laughs) From the network. (laughs) Westwood One. Oh, there it is. (laughs) Now we got the music. Titus and Tate. Yeah. All right. The best. All right. Now what are we doing? Uh, I think I've got one more seg to go. Seggy? Yeah. So, as you heard in the song in the previous segment, (laughs) that was my first time, the first time that I had ever seen a naked girl outside of, like, my mom. And that probably shouldn't happen when you're five. Not when you're five or six years old. No. No. But thankfully, it was from another five or six year old. And you, like you were saying in the right. break, kids yeah. do ridiculous things yeah. and yeah. poke Dookie yeah. with sticks and yeah. poop I love in front of reaction. each other and all that. Did that and just went home. Yeah, it's like all right, that happened. But I've never <laughs> forgotten it. You know, it's something that has stuck with me. Out, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> so I was curious, and we can go around the horn on this. And I'm real interested to hear what Hitzkus has to say. Oh man! Other than seeing maybe one of your parents naked, what is your earliest memory that you have? And I'm not talking about a magazine that your older cousin may have had, but the first time that you saw another naked human being in your life that wasn't your parents in person. Of the opposite sex. Probably the basketball team in high school in the shower. So dudes? Dudes. Okay. There was dudes. Really? high football, yeah. Okay. And most dudes or some some dudes would shower in their underwear. What? (laughs) Seriously, because yeah. you didn't want to be, yeah. That's an embarrassing thing to do it's when you. It's almost worst. worse to shower in your underwear, I know, right? But some guys did, and yeah, it's just it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, it has to <laughs> what be. About dude? You? I've Is never dude? thought about this. Yeah, <laughs> but it ha- it must be dudes in D- gym or DJ whatever. same getting dressed. I had a uh oh. I had a playing doctor moment when I was... Okay, uh, that's what I'm looking maybe for, like, is kids okay. doing weird crap. Maybe like eight or nine, maybe, with yeah. the girl across the street, yeah. Like, you show me yours, I'll show you mine, that kind of thing. 
Something like that, yeah. yeah. I never played that. It was yeah, just the, school. the kindergarten doo-doo girl from across the street. That was the first, you know, that I'd ever seen. But I used the doctor I mean, line several times in high school. It never worked out. No. What about you, Cray Trey? Yeah, a girl in preschool wanted to play doctor with me. Uh-huh, preschool. and? Are you doing I, that I think uh, she told my mom, and my mom put a stop to it, so it never got far. Okay. But I do we remember, were, like, boyfriend, girlfriend, preschool, and we we're picking out houses, and... We're going to get married. Her name was Isla. If she's out there, Isla. Wow. Wow, that'd be something. That's desperate. Um, <laughs> from preschool, yeah. I do remember being offered, uh, it was fourth or fifth grade, The uh, it was an offer to do something like that, to show and show. Yeah, yeah. And I... I was no. not prepared for that mentally. No, too. you would just panic. No, that. I was yeah. like, I, I uh, oh, I got, I got to go home. Like she wanted, she was like, come on in, and because we walked home with a group together or something. And I remember being scared and not doing it, and then regretting it later. Like, right, and that yeah. was my chance because it would be many years. <laughs> That's what you know. <laughs> I worry about that. I worried about it with my boys and stuff, with the the whole fun, you know. Phones. Oh, oh! They well, I didn't know what I was going to say there. No, no. <laughs> Started just, the uh, F just well, just the uh, or the PH. You know the pressure. You know, like because have like they, a, have they like sent... you said fourth grade? I had I had no interest. I didn't want to. Right? Have yeah. your boys sent a picture of their wiener? I hope not. From what I understand, that's very prevalent. I know. I know it is. I don't want to think about it in that community. Yeah, that age group. Yeah. I, yeah. I hope not. What about you, Jeremy? What about me? Did you ever have a uh, play doctor? Or have Honestly, to deal with... I want to say the first time might have been one of my friend's moms accidentally walking out and not realizing yeah. I was over there. Yeah. But that's it, as far as I can recall. She's just walking around the house naked? Yeah, you know, like she's going from the bathroom to her room or whatever and didn't realize her kid had a friend over and forgot to bring her towel. And Did so... she stop and look back and... One I thing led to another. Man. How old were you? Like six? I thought I'd never write a letter. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. But that never sticks mind. with you, man. The first time yes. that you see that, it's typically when it's the opposite sex, it's unexpected. It's like you walk in on somebody or some, you know, like the the story of the, the girl across the street. It's just some weird, random, dumb kid You're thing. not going to yeah. look for it. It just happens. Yeah, it's yeah. just one of those random occurrences that happens, and it's so not scarring but jarring that it just sticks yeah. with you forever and you never forget it and i wonder how much that plays on how you go forth in life as far as like if the first girl that you see naked has a certain body type if you end up going for that the rest of your life you know like yeah. that's that's your that's your kink from that point forward <laughs> so you know what my kink is obviously You've been looking for girls yeah, girls that like to crap in the backyard yeah. and let it fly <laughs> Well, get on the internet. You'll find that. You'll have to show me where. No, I don't have to show you anything. <laughs> Hotcarl.com. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that's really all I had. I hope that everybody enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed it. Okay. It made me kind of tense. And horny? A little bit. Yeah. So you guys have just been going around looking for hot guys and gyms for the rest of your lives. <laughs> that's pretty much yeah. That's pretty much it. All right. How's your board op experience been there, Norm? It's great, Dan. Let's see. Okay. Yeah. Let's, Norm played a drop. Let's get a minute of Norm. What, what do you like a up few there? In there? Yeah. What do you like? What What do you see that you like? I uh, let's see. Uniform czar theme. No. You're on page one. Go to uh -uh. about page six. Go to the smiley page, face. How do I change pages? Six. Oh, dear. I think that's here. 
All right. There's some questions. You feel on. good that uh, Trey is leading? Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, let's see. Mike, do you like golf? Or would you guys have a chew? He's just reading the titles that dropped. That's kind of fun, too. Uh, it's a new take on it. Fart one. Um, <laughs> Danny's yes. doo-doo girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> let's see. If this, uh, okay. What's this? Garrett Cowboys football. Well, it's never normal with the Dallas football Cowboys. Right. Bringing it back to sports. Right. Yeah. A couple over there about blueberries. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here. What? Super Bowl. There you go. There you go. That's the Number actual two. Tony okay. Romo voice. Drops George. In the okay. entire yeah. system. There you yep. go. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. You know the button for break? Um, no. Yes, I think it's this one. It smells like football. <laughs> <laughs> or um, let's see. This is football. You know. It's football season. Usually we play football, so it's good. Does Jared load these up because of you? No, uh-uh. I'm just looking no, at No, I'm looking stuff. at George. And oh. he's, his I guess so. Romo obsession. <laughs> I know how much he loves Romo. Well, this is the page we went to, and I, oh, wait a minute, I guess I can go to page five if I want Why to. Why is Jared trying to poke you here? as if you're a piece of poop? <laughs> George. I don't know. Yeah, we're trying to find the break yeah, here now. Yeah, break. 51 on the ticket. Dan, Job, and Danny are here to goof around. Norm is always bringing it back to sports during White Elephant Day. Brought to you by Hari Mari, Stoli Vodka, and Sports Radio 96.7 and 1310, The Ticket. What are you eating there, Jeb? Eating on the air? No. Sweet taters? Thanks to Eatsies. No. Setting us all up. They even set up intentional grounding. As I see David just diving in. And Norm for the next three weeks. <laughs> yeah, I think Mayor Bear is going to be pretty pleased tonight. Mayor Bear, look what what are you bringing, Mayor, Norm? From the Eatsies spread. I'm bringing Mayor sweet taters and something that was underneath something that's all gone. Okay. <laughs> Don't even know what that meant. That sounds delicious. Do you want to wrap things up by taking a few phone calls, Joe? Yeah, let's see what the P1 had to say about all this. What's the number, Norm? It is 888-787-1310. I didn't 888-787-1310. I didn't think he knew, and he's I know not even a lot, reading it. No. I know a lot more than you think I know. He does. Yeah, but you, you, don't, know what time, producers, man. you don't know what time OU Texas is going to start. We never know that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a joke either, Dan. No, no it's not. Don't it's laugh about that. schedule for humans. I'd like to thank E-Brake Man for coming in. That Thanks, very E-Brake. sweet. E-Brake Man. Amazing. Helped us out with live music. Has uh, has there ever been live music coming out of breaks? Yes. On yeah. White Elephant Day before yes. in the afternoon. We had Jonathan Tyler this, up here. With I mean. this five group. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. Okay. No. Yes. No. Thank you. Never before has that been done. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Has uh, thanks to Craytray for coming up here too. Yay! The steady hand on the helm. <laughs> the bullet, and I, I, I think it was great. Uh, it was a great team effort today. It really was. Did you guys enjoy running the board? Yeah, yes. it was weird. Thanks to Danny for getting dumped. Yep, on the board. <laughs> he got dumped. That was fun. Only guy to get dumped on the board today. Did we find out anything new about DJ? Do you know what he has now? He's a I don't mystery. think so. No, he's no. a mystery. He's a delegator. A he delegated his bit to, to Trey. Trey did a great bit about DJ. That was. <laughs> we, really we, funny. We found out his first and second names. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Daniel Daniel James. DJ. See, we learned, we learned something here today. All right. Let's take a few phone calls, and then we're going to uh, move aside, intentional grounding, the, uh, what is it, the NPR Cowboy Show? What do we call it? 
Anyway. <laughs> Intentional grounding. Uh, the NPR Cowboy Show. <laughs> I'm a big listener. I, I download it. Uh, so we go to the phones. Good evening. You're on the ticket with DJ. Hey, DJ. How you doing? Hey, buddy. I'm doing okay. What's up? Great. Well, I just want to tell you from the Kenzel family in Texas, another great white elephant day. Oh, oh see, see What a sweet guy. That nice. One for one. The worst call we've ever had. Hi, you're on the ticket. Good afternoon. Good evening. Hi. I'd like to thank you, Great Man. It's yeah. Donna. Hey, What's Donna. that? Who is this? It's Donna. Let me turn my radio out. All right, hey, Donna. Donna. <laughs> Yell at your Is that your husband? No, it's Alexa. Oh, oh okay. you, you yelled at Alexa to turn it. Turn. You don't even do things for yourself, do you? You just tell it Alexa to do it. Yep, tell Alexa to do it. All right. Too old to be kind of stuff. How's your how's your so, uh, poop? Have you po- poked it with a stick? <laughs> I poop. No, I'm a nurse, so I'm I, I'm going good. Okay, you're familiar with. What do you think of White Elephant Day today? I have listened all day in my office. People coming by want to know what I was cracking up about. See, I yeah. said, please just keep on walking. All right, so you're one. Are you sad that it's over? Should we do it again I, tomorrow? Do it again tomorrow. That'd be good. All okay. right. Well, happy Hi, nurse. You know what? You're the real hero here. Yep. You're on the front lines. Not all heroes wear capes, Donna. Well, that's what they say. Do you have a cape? I do not have a cape. You ever you ever steal any drugs for yourself from the whole the supply closet? No, they get tense about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's too bad. You ever crush up a Vicodin and snort it off a doctor's ass? No, I'm sorry, I, Doc. I don't even know why I said that. I have no way, idea. That's I'm not sorry. The way this was that, supposed that was to end. that was me from like 1999. Yeah. He's I changed apologize. a lot since. Yeah. yeah. Hi, you're on with Danny, who has changed a lot since that last phone call. <laughs> Hello. Oops. Uh, oh man. Right here. Uh, good afternoon. You're on the air. Hello. Uh, yes, is Norm there? Yeah, Norm's here. I'm 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 here, but I right can't there. hear you. Oh, he's got no headphones. Oh, hang on, relay your message CJ. to us. Yeah. Can you can you pass the phone to Norm? Oh yeah, yeah we lost his cable. Oh, oh my God, uh, this off. is great. Hi, you're on hang the ticket. Here, hang on. Oh, hang on. Is he gone? Yep. Hi, Where you're on the ticket. Okay, you can every headset back. Oh nope. Hold on. Yes. Good afternoon. Hey, what's going on today? Hey, Norm. What What do you want us to ask, Norm? <laughs> I just want to say I'm a truck driver up in Wichita Falls, Texas, and I'm going to tell you that there were either thousands or hundreds of people pulling over laughing when Danny sang his song. Y'all were the best all day long. Aw, that's, that's a sweet. nice thing to say. Danny's song was great. Yes, y'all, indeed. Y'all, just, y'all knocked it out of the park, and, and uh, I know the other ones tried to do it right, but Man, what a show y'all put on. Excellent show, and I enjoyed it. Put that hammer down, brother. That's right. Hey, I got it. Listen to y'all tomorrow. You okay. do a little drinking tonight? Just a little. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> Watch out for That's Smokies. Yep. All right, one more as we wrap things up on White Elephant Day here on the ticket. Oh, no. Good evening. Go ahead. You're on the air. Talk. Yo, yo what up, White Elephant? Yo. What's good? 
Uh, You're all on together. Talk to each other, P1s. Go ahead. Hey, George, how about I come over there and beat your ass? Come on, let's go. What happened? Come on. They all went at George. Come on. Let's go. George, I want to That's fine. Come on. Maybe when I'm done beating your ass, you can play me a guitar. Yeah, maybe you could too, Chief. Come on. Let's go. Then I'll fart on your face. All right, we got to go. That ain't going to happen. Let's go. Merry Christmas. Broadcasting live from the TXU Energy Mothership at Victory Park, hard by the AAC. This is Sports Radio 967 and 1310 The Ticket. KTCK AM Dallas Fort Worth. KTCK FM Flower Mound. A cumulus media station.